Welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. I'm Kevin. Travis. Matt, hi. Hello. What's up? Hello. Oh, before we <laughs> Oh, wow. Right, oh, yeah. Right, right up the bat. Right up the bat. You went to, Kevin went to Leavenworth last Leavenworth. weekend. I didn't, oh. like, it's not a whole package, but I brought one for each It's of wrapped us, in so. newspaper. It's actually just a bum's hand. <laughs> it's wrapped in a paper towel as well. Oh, this was a, yeah. So. Kevin is unfurling, is unwrapping stuff. <laughs> now he's reading the newspaper that oh, he, he wrapped finished it Just in. making sure we'd finish oh, the cross. finish the cross. Just making sure we'd finish the cross. Oh, I thought you so. were checking out what Nancy and Sluggo were up to. Here's some, <laughs> here's some land yugger for... Well, I got, oh, boy. I got one little slab for each of us. Oh, so. wow. It's Lovely. In, uh, Here you go. It's not in a wrapper. No. It's just naked meat. Well, I mean, it was in a wrapper. There was a whole bunch, and I ate all of it except for this. Wow. I mean, it's been in the fridge. It's not like... It's not bad or anything. It hasn't just been sitting out in my car. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Good stuff? All right. We'll try some. For you ASMR fans at home, here's me chewing meat. Yet another episode begins with us chewing meat into the microphone. Tastes like a raw hot dog. This is better than a raw hot dog. Okay. (laughs) If you're one of our listeners that lives outside of Washington State, and apparently several of you do, (laughs) Leavenworth is a city... A town, really, in the mountains mm-hmm. that years and years and years ago... In the 60s. In the 60s, passed some sort of ordinance where they were going to become a tourist destination. And so all the ta- all the like no. houses and businesses look like Bavarian Germany. They made, they turned the town, because the town was dying, it was an old... It was like a mining town that was, like all mining towns, dying after the mine dried up. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, let's do something. We got to do something. They turned it into a tourist town. They, they were like, it's... It's in this beautiful spot in the mountains. They're like, what if we made it look like a little town in the mountains in Germany? And sure enough, they did. What if we made it into a little town like Bavaria, yeah? <laughs> See? And, and they all talk like that. I like how Mr. Snrub thinks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's delightful. It, it works. It is delightful. It's delightful. I mean, it's it's, it's I, I'll, t- I'll say this. It's delightful for two and a half days, and at that point, you're like, all right, that's enough of that. that. Would, yeah, so t- um, absolutely bananas place to spend more than two days yeah. at. I mean, it was nice. We you know we had a nice hotel room that was right by the downtown, so we just walked over there. There's all these bars. We had this great restaurant called Mozart's. So if oh. you're ever there, eat at Mozart. I didn't know you was a restaurateur. He was, yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh, man. At that place, there was these two guys. There was a guitarist and a, and a singer playing like uh, acoustic covers of mostly songs from the um, 80s and 90s. Uh, that was okay. Not very Bavarian. That was okay. The night before, we went to a restaurant that was actually not good. The food was not good, but they had they gave me a, I had a giant beer, and the band that was playing there was this band called the Polka Pals, <laughs> and they were great. So the food I could not recommend the food at this place, but uh, I do recommend the beer, you like which the was polka great. Pals. And the Polka Pals, I mean, the Polka Pals were great. We got they said like she's like, "There's music down there." Yeah. Like the girl runner was kind of like, nah, "You know, there's music. <laughs> they're playing they're playing polka music in here." Like kind of almost trying to like, maybe you want to eat outside, and we were like, "No, we want to see polka music." And then I, I couldn't have been happier. There were these old guys just all dressed in the same colored shirts playing polka songs, and you, cracking and you dad could, jokes between fucking oh, songs. Oh, that sounds shit. awesome. It you, was great. I'm not I'm not kidding. I have some, I have some footage I'll show you guys later. You could tell from their body language that they hadn't been pals in years, too. Like, that, <laughs> shit, that shit was long over. This that was a business sailed. arrangement now. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they were pals when it started, but, like, that shit soured. Once the women and the money get involved and stuff like that. It's hard to hold on. I'm looking on. forward to the eight-hour Peter Jackson documentary about <laughs> about how the Polka Pals fell out. And got back together. And got back together, yeah. yeah. You get to see just hours, like a full hour in real time just of them writing, writing one of their songs. I'm I'm thinking we start with... Burp, 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 burp. Yeah, okay. And maybe. I'll bring the accordion in. <laughs> there was no accordion. 
What? Yeah, keyboards, though. And it's not real polka. Horse shit. Well, it was real polka. There were horns, and it was, trust me, I, at first I said the same thing. I said, hey, no accordion. And then I went, no, this is, this is real. This is still. Oh, Weird Al is spinning in his grave. Yeah. Um. All joking aside, though. Oh, during their, enough joking about the during, polka pals. During their break, they were all like sitting at a table, and they seemed like they were genuinely pals. Aww. So, Aww, so I just, that's a I just, front. I don't want to, I don't want to like have it seem like are joking about how they're not pals because of the Beatles and stuff, you know. But like this is, I, they were re- they were real who the, pals. What, who the who? The Beatles? No, not the who. The Beatles. All right. <laughs> the fun. The polka pals. We have, we have fun here. The polka pals. The Beatles. Who, who's on who's? What? Who, who's huh? on Beatles? <laughs> No, no, <laughs> the Beatles, and that's it. Anyway, Travis had insisted I bring some uh, land yager. Well, I had had a coworker of mine yeah. just go to uh, Leavenworth recently, and just half our, I idly say, "I'll bring you guys some land yager," and I was like, "She's just saying that." And then I started to look forward to it, <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't bring any back, which of course. So I promised I'd bring some. Which but I I'd had my heart set on Land Jaeger. Which is the first thing I got when I was there. We walked by this meat store. I'm like, I got to get that first. So in case I get too drunk, I forget. Did you buy a candle? Sophie bought a candle for her mom. See? <laughs> That's what you do. You go to Leavenworth, you listen to the Polka Pals, you eat Land Jaeger, and you buy a candle. It was a And it you was get a the fuck out of there candle. before three days. Yeah, we went hiking, too. It was a nice hike. You didn't talk what a, Alpine Horn. Oh, the, Alp, the Alphorns at breakfast at our hotel. The, at the, they call the them Alphorns? You know, the big, long Alphorns, you know? like the yeah, Ricola. Yeah. yeah, this guy, would he played the Alphorn while he ate breakfast what? at the hotel. While he ate breakfast? While we he ate play- breakfast. Oh, okay. While we ate breakfast. I thought he had a horn, like, at his table, and he was just... No. And you'd see eggs go How's flying go? through the horn. <laughs> Oh, yes, the the majestic Alpine horn. I mean, they were, they were playing, they were playing whole songs on there. I was telling Matt, I swear, I, he played like "Sweet Swing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot" or something on the. Alp you played horn. a song. You can play a song on the Alphorn? Allegedly, they were playing songs. I thought it, I really thought it was just like a one note deal. No, it's a whole instrument. You could, you could maybe play that on an Alphorn. Stop it. <laughs> while you're stop, eating breakfast. Stop it right now. <laughs> while we were eating breakfast. No, while he was eating breakfast. Um, he no. was eating the the breakfast through his Alphorn. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That changes the notes, too, because the amount of food that clogs the horn <laughs> alters the density. suck the hash browns through the horn yeah. and then chew it and then blow back out again. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, Leavenworth, the magical place. That's why they need those cough drops to grease their throats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's truly the most disgusting instrument. It's the dis- most disgusting instrument. And there's a lot of competition because just any instrument that you blow into is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. My mom bought me a trumpet one time because I was I played trumpet in middle school and she and you know you rent the trumpet got a, from got these a places. spit valve. Yeah, and she bought a trumpet at like a used instrument sale or something like that. Oh no! <laughs> it was not emptied. It hadn't been emptied. I don't think in decades. Oh, oh. And because in the in like if you start playing a, a trumpet, like you'll notice that you need to clear the spit valve because it starts making a little like a very subtle, slight kind of like bubbling bubbling like. noise that you could barely hear. But if you and then you empty your spit valve, and it's gross. And I started playing this trumpet, and it was just like... It sounded like a bong. It was fucking gross. And, I was, and then I was sort of like... And then I kind of like shook it, and you could hear it oh, sloshing yeah. around. And then I, I just had to like summon up my courage, and I took it outside, and just and it was just incredible. It was just decades and decades Black. of... It's truly disgusting. Do, do trumpeters just dump the spit out on the stage? I... 
think I think so. Damn. I was just I hadn't thought. About I don't that. remember that. De- uh, there must be something that you put that you empty it into your pocket. I mean, it's really disgusting. <laughs> your pockets. You you hold open your pocket, <laughs> pour it in there. All the famous. The pros jazz. have a little Ziploc bag. All in the there. famous jazz men have plastic pockets so that they can collect their spit. Yeah. <laughs> Miles Davis, Kenny G, others, the I'm other sure. ones, <laughs> all the other Bix ones, Spiderbeck. That guy's. That's not a real Chick guy. Chick Corea. Never heard of him. Jazzy McJazz Jazz. Jazzy McJazz and Jazz Brewster. Jazz from the Transformers. Yep. Funky Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> Miles yeah. O'Keefe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep yeah. going. No, Miles, this is how they Miles, do it. Miles Teller. <laughs> this is how Miles, they do it. That's what, that's what I wanted to say. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. God damn it. Miles Teller's on the new Godfather program. Everybody should watch that no, shit. I'm not going to watch that shit. Terrible show. It looked awful. Very funny, though. Just from the trailer, it looked awful. Yeah. And also, I don't like that guy. Yeah. And uh, Miles Ma- Teller Matthew, or Matthew Miles Good, Teller? Matthew Good, who plays Robert Evans, is very, very funny in it. Because he's like... Oh, dude. he was Ozymandias, right? Yeah. And he's like... It's like the same thing with... Uh, like It's just like he's he's so good in it and the show doesn't deserve this performance, you know? So like every We're time he's on... We're going to talk about a few of those today. Yeah. Or one of those anyway, in my opinion. So, really? You know. Well, just, you know. With a really good performance in it? Well, I just think the actor is always... Kind of giving it oh. his all. She's talking about Jim Belushi. I'm, I'm yeah, of course talking about Jim Belushi. Big Belushi fan over here. Well, let's get down to it. I don't think the movie's good, but I think he's, uh, you know, good. <clears throat> so this week, what are we calling this one? Student uh, body student, count. Student body count. That's uh, that's Corey's. <laughs> yeah. Thank Thanks, you, Corey. Corey. That's a great one. Did anybody actually keep a body count of student student body count? I think I have I a mean, decent. Uh, actually, no. I totally lost track of the body count in the substitute because I mean it's fucking. But insane. I mean, but specifically students. Yeah, I do. I do have the, the body count for the other two. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes, because they're not as high. And, and also at the, in the substitute, um, like a lot of people are getting killed at the end there, but most of them. It's aren't hard to students. say. Most yeah. of them Some are, of them are. Most of them are. I think like it's. I think it's actually a pretty low student body count in the substitute. Yeah. But, but there's, a, but there's some student, teachers. A, technically, a student does die in each one of these movies. <clears throat> At least one. But they're and, but yeah. they're all fear mongering, or to, to one degree or another, depending. They they don't all bully, give a shit about what they're trying to say. Yeah. But like, uh, they're all these sort of like well hy- hysterical. <clears throat> we're doing what year? What years? Do you have the years? Eight, right yes. Now? Uh, well, I have it in my head. Okay, it's eighty-seven. So the principal. principal from nineteen eighty-seven. Uh, substitute nineteen ninety-six. The substitute from ninety-six, and finally one eight seven. From '97. Wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, get let's get going because these I, these is this is a lot to talk about here. <laughs> uh, start with <laughs> we'll start with the principal. Yeah, the principal. Oof. Some people think Rick Latimer shouldn't be a teacher. All right, bring him up. Linda, I want you wearing a broader class. Rick, grow up. I'm trying. And now he's been promoted to the bottom of the barrel, a war zone called Brandell High. His job, principal. Who do you think you are, Dirty Harry or somebody? So you're the new principal. Yes. Hi. Must be the captain of the debating team? No? Come from all over the district. They even come with your own customs and traditions. Burglary, weapons, druids, all them nice things. I want you guys to be comfortable here. I want you to think of the school as a home away from prison. Man, do you know where you are? Ain't you heard what they say about this school? His opposition, everybody. No more gang intimidation, arson, robbery, rape, or whatever the hell you've been majoring in here. No more! This was this was my least favorite, uh, and I hated it from the start. It could, mainly just because it was like, I was like, oh, great. I, it, mainly because I looked <clears> how long it was. And I was like, and then as soon as Jim Belushi opened his mouth, I was like, well, 
fuck. We're going to be spending a lot of time with this guy in this movie. And the movie seems to not know what movie it is for most well, of the I movie. Think, I think that's because it's barely a movie. Exactly. But I mean, but it starts off and you're like, it's like, it, 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 go, it shifts through like 50 different like tones within the first 15 minutes. Oh, the, tonal, like, the tonal shifts are, are the movie's biggest crutch and my favorite part. And by the it. end, it's like just, by the end, it's just this one kind of, it's just a thriller. Yeah. By it's the crazy. very, by the end. But but for mo- a lot of the movie, it's like, is this supposed to be funny? What the fuck is this even? Yeah. I'll just put it this way. This is a movie, cause This is, it's like three different kinds of movies and all of them are, fir- they, they, none of them mix together at all. No. They're firmly in their own box. Uh, but the, at times it is a comedy, like a zany comedy and it's classic like party, slot, Belush guy, mm-hmm. and so there's lots of because because he's like a that's like a, the the attempt the attempt here is that a, of a redemptive arc right he's, like, he's a like a loudish a drunk lout and then by the end he's like tried to make a difference in the students' lives I guess yeah I don't fucking but, you, you, no but there's like a bunch of scenes <laughs> in this movie just pure comedy where he's yeah. like in, in like quote unquote comedy it's not funny but where he's like making a gross drink. You know, and he's like pouring all this. Oh, gross that was stuff. one of my favorites. Are those, are those and a slim like, or It's an Ovaltine, and he puts beer in it. And he puts beer, and he's like, mm, pretty good. And you're like, no, ah. no, no. He does a spit take, and he he's like, never mind. And he just drinks he just, the beer. That's right. He just drinks the beer. Well, before no, but that, the first time, he, he puts a coke into the drink, like, and then he sips it, and he goes, oh, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, but anyway, but I, thought it was, like I, thought, pure... see, I thought it was like a slim fast or something because I thought the joke it's was clearly like... an Ovaltine. Okay, well, okay, it's cl- you <laughs> Is idiot. It? It's yeah. clearly an it Ovaltine. It says Ovaltine on it. Well, well, I didn't see the package. That's why I thought the joke was that it's like it's like this health drink, and then he's like he's like putting a coke in there or whatever. The, the joke is it's the stone. It's the classic it's joke from Stone Cold where he's making a gross drink. Right. Uh, so of course in Stone Cold he feeds it to his Komodo dragon, uh, as we all well know. <laughs> as uh, we all well know. But in this one he he dr- drinks himself. But anyway, so that. That's a thing that happens a couple and times. And it's Ovaltine, just so you guys know. It is yeah, be fucking careful. Ovaltine. Just so you know, it's fucking Ovaltine. <laughs> Idiots. It's clearly Ovaltine. <laughs> but then there's also a scene where a woman gets brutally raped. Uh, almost. 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 But still, I mean, it's, it's it like is, really brutal it is, and it disturbing. Is actually, it is brutal. And, and, then, like, and those are both things that happen in this movie. Also, the movie starts with a scene that I th- where I think we're supposed to kind of think it's funny. It's like the classic scene they go of, too far. of a guy who, like, you're not... Sh- yeah, we're because he's like they're trying to propose uh, pose that he's like a lovable but fucked up lout. Well, and also it's like that time period too, where like it would be it it'd be like yeah, he's right to like fucking want to hurt the guy who's now dating his ex wife. Yeah, yeah, it's like um the equivalent of like a guy getting chasing after like a guy that's trying to date his daughter or something. Where right. it's like uh huh, yeah, that's guy stuff right there. And but I mean, you're like, what the fuck? I think it's also supposed to be like that he goes too far, but the movie wants to have it both ways a little, where mm-hmm. they want us to think that Jim Belushi's character is delightful and also what he's doing is too far, but yeah. it only it only for me it was only the latter. As soon as he like turned turned into that guy, I was like, oh great, this is gonna fucking suck. Yeah, and they, and and there's a, and there's a certain aspects of it that were that like also he should be been... in fucking jail instead of anything he does in this movie this just is... for the, what happens in this first scene. Like he should be yes in jail. For that whole period that this movie takes place in, this is really fucking deranged. He's at this, like this is how we're introduced to him. Is, is he he's hammered, just totally getting hammered. Yeah, a, a lot of characters are constantly going. He needs to grow up, and you're like, he has a serious alcohol problem. That's, I mean, I know he needs to stop drinking. It's not like he needs to grow up, and he's too much. He's a big kid. He's a he- he's a He's a, he's a hazard to himself he's and a, others. An extreme alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, seriously. But anyway, so he's getting fucked up and he's bitching about his ex-wife and, and is at this bar. And I think it might even say like after like while he's pouring a big like they say the principal over the front. And so you're like, whoa, what a contrast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then he sees his ex-wife 
oh, the old ex-wife come into the bar and, and she's with her lawyer and he's like that was the that was a divorce that was lawyer. the divorce lawyer were they dating at the time ooh and he gets a, he stands up on the bar and like takes a bat from like this display case above the bar and then starts chasing the guy around with a baseball bat yep and and he's calling him the he's calling him the f bomb yeah yep <laughs> I mean, because it's 1987. There's, I know, a, there's a term for this, you, and it's aggravated assault. Yeah, <laughs> just, absolutely. Just, when you watch it, I mean, sure, I don't think it's like in the 80s it looked great, but like when you watch no, no, it no. now, and he's calling him right. But I think he's that's the slurs. thing that you're supposed to think he's. That you're supposed <laughs> he's to kind of like, fuck this guy. You're supposed to be a little bit on his side because, like, yeah, who the fuck does that? You're like, che- <laughs> you're, that's cheating on, and you're like, yeah, you should do it, but we all relate. Ex-wife. And also, uh, that's of uh, that's fine. It's to- what there's whatever. What just fucking <laughs> let it? She's she broke. You don't. You're not married to her yes. anymore. For, yes. and, she divorced and, and you. With, and you can see why. Yes. Uh, I mean, luckily they don't actually go do that thread too far because he does run into her again later, and she's like, she's like, fuck off, basically. And then yeah. it's like, okay. So at least the movie doesn't like press it where it's like, is he gonna get back? Because at first I'm like, oh no, is it gonna be where he's like. He gets back with his ex-wife at yeah. some point. I hope not. But rough. he, but he, the scene ends with him chasing the guy into his like fancy lawyer. He's car. got a Porsche. His Porsche, yeah. And he likes, and then he just fucking, like, fucking just proceeds to destroy it like uh, uh, Street Fighter Two. It's yeah. not okay. <laughs> it's not cool, man. <laughs> and so, you're, and this is the first scene. So you're just like, Jesus Christ. This guy fucking sucks. Yeah, he sucks. And then the next shot of him is in the classroom, and he, he's just a teacher at this point. He hasn't become the principal. The next yeah. shot is through just through binoculars. And he is in he's got binoculars, and you're like, that's interesting. And he's looking at kids cheating, and you're like, okay, don't, don't. Uh, nope. And then oh, yep, they, yep. He pans out. He looks. He aims the binoculars at like a lady, like a teach a student's fucking legs. Yeah. yeah. He's like, class is over, whatever. I think he's pro- possibly drunk in the classroom. It's as if he doesn't have any principles. He's like, he doesn't have any. But he, I mean, that, guy, that is part of the point. Oh, yeah. No, of I Of course, get it. is that he's like starting at his lowest, but it's pretty low. It's but, pretty low. And it's also like that at this point, the movie is essentially a comedy. Like yes, I mean even that scene at the beginning is played mostly for laughs, like because yeah. everybody else is like, can you believe what he's doing? He's smashing that, he's smashing that fucking lawyer's car, and you know the lawyer in the movie you're supposed to kind of be like a little bit like, well you know he shouldn't he shouldn't be fucking he that lawyer shouldn't be fucking this guy's ex wife or whatever. Right. It's uh, like he's out of line, but this what? is supposed to be funny. My one my my one of my cousins has been married like three times, and her second husband was a uh, her divorce lawyer. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it was, yeah, I guess cute. I don't know. <laughs> that's really cute. That's heartwarming. Just say, I just it just reminded me of that when I was watching. It's like, oh, you know, that happens. <laughs> sure. Yeah, divorce lawyer. Divorce lawyers have the pick of the litter. <laughs> the the crop. So you're uh, the, so you're not married, eh? It's like <laughs> Oliver Platt had been in uh, Time yeah. to Kill had been married like twenty times. He's in his late twenties. <laughs> And drunk. <laughs> and drunk. <laughs> and alcohol. All right, so then Belush is, like, in trouble. He gets, well, you, this scene, Actually, so. this is the one scene I thought was kind of funny, where the because it was like, it reminded me again of that scene from, like, Bringing Out the Dead or something. Because the principal, the way he's acting is very much like, no, no, we're, no, no, it's going to, no, it's great. He gets called before this council of, like, the student, the teacher council <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know how school politics works, man. <laughs> and, and, and he, and he just naturally. It's all politics, man. And he's, school and board, he's being like, give me what, give me what you got, whatever. Right, I'm at what my lowest you? anyways. And he th- assumes that they're going to fire him as, as anybody would. Right. And they're like, they're like, somehow you're not in jail, so you should well, we need Well, we need you to be the principal, Jim Belushi. They make him he the goes, principal. He goes, great, which school? And of course, right. 
It's Brandel. Oof. And then, of course, it's a long scene of him driving across town in his motorcycle. And then you you know when you he gets close to that. You better believe this guy rides a motorcycle. You better believe you know when he gets close to the bad school, because I don't know, you you know, well, certain kind of people. Yes. It's a, There's a lot of graffito look, not, tags, too. Yeah. It's, oh, oh uh, did it we sucks. mention it's a, it's at, at the this. beginning that all of these movies are pretty racist? Well, varying degrees of extremely racist, I would yeah. say. And, and, I mean, it, it, the competition is tough. I don't know. I think I might give it to this one. Yeah, I mean, the, honestly, just for this shot where he's driving in, and it's like you're supposed to, because in your, because you're supposed to go like as soon as you start seeing like black people on street corners, be like, uh oh, yeah, and they're all being scary and doing you know, crimes like, and stuff. Uh oh, wrong neighborhood. I mean, there's bad white characters in at least this movie and probably in the substitute. They too, do the death wish but thing, like. Uh, yeah, it's like a multicultural. Where they'll, they'll gang. be multiracial uh, bad guys, but but they're like you know, but you know what we're talking about. And and by by the end of this movie, they've dropped all that subtext too, <laughs> if, yeah. as as you might recall. <laughs> but but they they try to kind of like throw some sort of like look. It's not we're not talking about just minorities. There's white people that are bad. To, well, you the know white what we're ki- the white about. kid is the is the attempted rapist. Absolutely nice. So and his name is Johnny White or something like that. White boy. John Zach no. White Zach White Zach White, White Z- it's White Zach White Zach I don't remember why if there, I don't think there's a black Zach he's a bad guy um, okay but yeah so there's gonna be a lot of that going on um, and so he shows up in this in, in this on his motorcycle and then he just sees a bunch of crimes going down immediately where like there's even some stunts happening where no, like, it's a like car's a car- dragging yeah, a- someone on a fence and shit yeah no it's a, it's the uh, the the main the main who are gonna be the main bad guys whose names I can't remember. Yeah, are are like chasing after White Zack. Yes, and they're like in their they're in their big Cadillac or whatever, and they're like, and then Jim Belushi on his motorcycle. I guess it's like a whole action sequence where he has to like stop these 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 kids from beating each other up or whatever. And when he sees this happening, he, he and I don't know if this was in the script or if this is a classic Belushi riff, but he goes, "It's goddamn Disneyland." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? All right. Okay. I guess. Sure. sure. Whenever I see people fighting on the streets, I'm like, that's Disneyland. That's Disneyland, for you. yeah. But, well, you know, Disneyland, <laughs> that's how it is. I don't know if you've ever been to Disneyland. It's goddamn Disneyland. If you go to Fightland, that's all it is. It's just people fighting in the streets. Uh, <laughs> he sees some kids, like, spinning around in teacups. It's fucking Disneyland. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, he. He breaks these kids, he breaks these kids up and then drags them to the school. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, and he's the new principal at this school, so he's yeah. dragging them to his office, and he's like, call the cops or whatever, and they're like, cops aren't going to do it. These all three of these movies are also about how like the how powerless mm-hmm. other people, which I mean, I I don't believe that that's not true. That they're like the system is so sure. broken that teachers are powerless to stop things from happening. I think these movies all take it to a cynical <laughs> degree where you're like, I don't know that it's that the t- that the stuff that happens in these movies wouldn't. No, these movies have no interest in the real well, issues. Yeah. They're just trying to make. They're just trying to play on people's just gener- generic anger about this issue. They're, they're not realistic in any sense at all. Right. Uh, and 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 in some cases, they're like actively unrealistic. I think this one might be the most realistic because you know because at least in the other ones you'll see like the parents and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like what? And in this one, you you don't see it. It's like really, it's really chaos. And nobody's ever tried to do anything in this school. Lou Gossett Jr. is like the one person who kind of like he's the I like don't know, security guy has any kind of authority whatsoever. Right? They're scared. They're actually scared of him. Yeah. Like, but he also is kind of like oh, you're not going to be able to do anything about this. The, the bad kids, the bad, the the, the full on Stephen King bully evil kids are the ones who run this school. <laughs> yeah, who yeah. are who are like clearly in their late twenties. Yes, they are. <laughs> they all look very old. 
Like, I was like, these guys That's are... I, at first, I was like, they're like, this is drug dealer who's like, and he's the real bad guy. And you go, okay. And then you, I see him and I go, oh, I see. He's like the drug dealer in the in the neighborhood and he's like got all the kids working for him or something. And then it's like, nope, he's a student. He's a student. And I'm like, I get, okay. Yeah, he's like, the main bad guy is, is like a 29-year-old named Victor. Mm-hmm. He's just And he's just a pure arch villain. Yeah. He's just pure villainy. Uh, and uh, and so Belushi shows up at the school. It's like there's graffiti everywhere. The the chaos chaos reigns. Nobody's ever tried to do anything. He meets this this teachers, and the teachers are all like, "Don't ever try to do anything <laughs> to help the students. Just <laughs> collect your paycheck and get and go to the end of the day." And he's like, yeah. "I don't understand why anybody's that blah blah." I mean, right. I don't understand why any of these kids go to school. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very. Weird. I could never figure this out. Like, why do they go? Especially Victor, who's like a in his mid thirties and uh, and runs a drug empire. Like, yeah, what's making this kid go? But like, what is this guy going to? Like, this guy should have dropped out of school a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I guess because he's running his drug empire through the school or something. Yeah, but it's so weird. Also, he's like, because he, there's scenes with him outside of school with other drug dealers. Yeah, well, my favorite part actually, where there's just there's just this one shot of a bag of drugs. And I swear to God, it was oatmeal. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, raw yeah. oatmeal. Oh, yeah. I just no, don't, think, like, I don't not, know what that was. Not I, cooked oatmeal, but like just oatmeal. And it, whatever it was, it was like, it did not look like drugs. Like, drugs in movies are pills or white right. powder. Some kind of powder. Just, Maybe in this one, you, it really was that's oatmeal. That's all you have to do to like make it look like drugs. You put, put a flower in a bag, and you, here you go. And you, we're all going to go, yeah, drugs. Or oregano. Right. And you're like, all right, weed. Oh, weed, Got I guess. It. Yeah, exactly. But this didn't look like any of that. It didn't look like any drugs. It was like oatmeal? What? What are they dealing? What kind of drugs are these? It's nuke. Some kind of, yeah, I know, some kind of super movie super drug. <laughs> nuke. Swank. Uh, Ten times more addictive than marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Somebody was telling me that on the show Riverdale, uh, the drug oh, yeah. the drug that they use is called Jingle Jangle. It's called yeah. Jingle Jangle. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the first two seasons of that show. <laughs> Kevin's looking very proud right now. I, I, I didn't, very puffed up. I didn't watch uh, season three. I uh, lost you. It's a yeah. I guess I just. I mean, I I think I lost. I think I lost interest. I wasn't. It was like okay. I, get, I got what I got. What I needed from that show. Right. <laughs> I, it was. It was. It's. It's super entertaining. It's a weird show. Mm. I can't recommend it necessarily, but it's like, what the fuck? It's bizarre. It's like Archie. It's like Dark Archie. Anyway, better than the principal. Darchy. Darchy. Um, yeah, Jingle Jangle. In this, they're just dealing, I guess, oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, like artisanal oatmeal, maybe. Yeah, it gets like, you, I got that really good farm oatmeal. It gets you know. Farm to table oatmeal. Farm to table oatmeal. <laughs> gets you real fucking high. Uh, the fiber content in this oatmeal is off the fucking charts. zero wood pulp in this oatmeal. <laughs> you are going to clear your entire colon out when you eat some of this oatmeal. That's going to be it's 50 like bucks. Colon blow. Colon blow. Remember exactly. that? Yeah. <laughs> the equivalent of a thousand bowls. <laughs> uh, so he meets a teacher, who the the one teacher who he he kind of almost has a relationship with. Yeah, but the very nice Radon Chong. Radon, Radon Chong, um, who sadly will have to suffer through a whole attempted rape scene later. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, of course, because she's because she cares. Surprisingly or whatever. too. She kind of cares, and there's some students who want to learn or whatever. And she's yeah, teaching that's... this. There's all this like sort of like actual. Like <coughs> drama with the students too, where it's like trying to be dangerous minds or whatever would have been before this. That's the th- that's <laughs> you know, the kind third of kind of movie that it is. It's, yeah. it's, do- it's doing a comedy. It's doing the straight up dangerous minds thing, and then it's also like a fucking horror movie thriller. Yeah, they're doing all three of them. It's crazy. 
Uh, but during the, but during this particular period before he like because you see you see Radon Chong a couple times just sort of like as he's coming in and swaggering around like kind of rolling her eyes like so there's probably been guys who came came through to clear this try to clean up the school before and failed just like yeah great another one of these guys well he starts to do all this stuff and it's actually fucking up her classroom because now all the kids that were just ditching class are there because <laughs> of yeah he's dragging the bad kids in and they're like I'm gonna fucking kill everyone here and she's like God damn it I had a Hey, all my students are nice, actually. Right, which begs the question, why are these students even at this at school <laughs> at all? Like, you know, it kept reminding me of, like, The Wire. The, all three of these movies kept making me think of The Wire Season 4, uh-huh. which does the stuff about and schools. It, and it is, we all agree, the best season of the show. I think it's the best season of the show, but it, yeah. and it, but it's also, like, watching these, you're, like, you having seen that and kind of going, you know, and know, you know have, oh, okay, that being an exploration of how the school system is, is fucked up, it's like watching this. You go like, yeah, why are these kids in school? What? Who's putting them there? Why? Why do? Why would? The, who's insisting that they they still go to school? You know what I mean? And why do it's, they go? It's raising all these yeah. questions that the movies have no interest in answering. Except like, well, kids go to school. That's what that's, they do. That's it. Kids and you go, go to like, school. You go like, but they don't. But they don't if they don't want to. Right. Lots of kids drop well, out those, of school. They're no longer subject to, to free will, so they just show exactly, up. Exactly. Yeah. Well, as they're if, trapped as in as the if script. By, like yeah. uh, gravitational force or something like that. They get sucked over to yeah, the school. Exactly. That's the centrifugal force from the beginning of one eight seven. Yeah. That they do. Exactly. <laughs> it's uh, from eight to three. Kids just are at school. Yeah. That's the way. That's you know. That's well, where it, they manifest. They just have to go see this this cool new principal on his uh, on his awesome motorcycle you know like who's this guy <laughs> kids really do think he's cool that's one of my favorite things but we'll, well, we'll get to that later i like the part where he calls an assembly yeah this yeah, is this is like yeah, the, one of the centerpieces of the movie and he so he gets this is like, where we meet the bad the main bad guy for the yeah. properly the first time because we see him in shadows before that that's right and he's so he's like we're gonna i'm calling an assembly Victor. get all the kids together and all the teachers are like don't do an assembly we're all gonna get killed yeah and uh, I was like, that's the last thing that you do at this school is call an assembly. And he gathers them all together, and they're all like, bah, bah, we're all shitty kids. And there's a bunch, there's like, they got a whole school's worth of kids in this scene, too. And like, I, I, I swear to God, I'm probably exaggerating, but barely a white face. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Sometimes in the, you'll see a hallway shot, and like half of the kids are white. And yeah. So it, it, it's there's like a couple choose. here and there. Depends on like, like what kind of point they think they're trying to make. Yeah. It depends on how scary. There's, you're supposed how scared you're supposed to be. I really, right. honestly, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get to it at the end. I mean, Jesus, but um, uh, so he gets up and he gets up and he's like makes this big speech and he's like, I know you guys think this is a shitty place and you've all given up or whatever, but I've got two words for you. Yeah, big- no more. That's becomes like his running mm-hmm. his, slogan. his slogan. And th- but this is this made me laugh because like some kid in class, not in one of the main bad guys, just some random kid goes, "I got two words for you. I got two simple words for you. Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me of that part in Die Hard too. <laughs> fucking you. I'll give you two. Fucking you. No pictures, you pinko bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that one of the kids didn't tell him try to tell him about D's. <laughs> yeah, well, it was before the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you like two CDs, Mr. Principal? <laughs> but in, like in none of these movies does it occur, and I was just sort of surprised. <laughs> well, the other ones are, uh, well, one of them is, has nothing on its mind, and the other one is humorless. Yeah. So. <laughs> boy, oh boy, is it ever. That's a good point. So uh, so it's I think in this one, at the very least, there's like supposed to be some levity. Right. Even if it's mis, I think even if it's misjudged misguided. and misguided. Yeah. yeah. But this is part of his speech that that I thought it's funny when they kind of casually toss. You up. want me on that wall? You need me on that wall. <laughs> he goes, uh, "It's all over. No more arson, robbery, rape, or whatever the hell you've been majoring in here." 
majoring in I'm majoring in rape. Rape. <laughs> I'm a rape major. Jeez, and, that's and this disgusting. Is, <laughs> this is after his sort of like come to you know come to Jesus moment where he realizes like I think it's after he talks to his ex wife mm-hmm. and then he's like he's like I have you to know fix what? this school. That's I need do need a purpose and it's fixing the school not. Uh, chasing after my ex-wife and violently attacking her current lover. Yes. <laughs> and all the teachers are constantly telling him, like, you can't try to fix this school, they will kill you. And one of the only interesting things this movie almost has going for it is the fact that he is basically, like, suicidal. or Maybe not suicidal, but, like, he doesn't give a fuck. I feel like he's he got was... a self-destructive streak. Yeah. Yes. And at yeah. this point in his life, he's like, oh, if they kill me, that's fine. <laughs> basically, right. like, I'm going to try to do this. I don't care whether I live or die. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's... And it's like, that could have been interesting. There's like... I mean, yeah... And isn't. It sure isn't. I mean, Jim Belushi is not the guy to deliver that performance. Sure where you where that That's like that... that you that where you where you sense that. Like, we get... You get that, maybe. You go like, oh, okay. But like, while you're watching it, you're not thinking... You're like, there's nothing else going on here. Like, when he, when he has his moment where he's like, decides to, I'm like, oh, I guess he... I guess in that last scene, yeah. he decided to do this because, like, there, you you can't tell. There's How no is Louis Gossett Jr. not the star of this movie? Oh, that's true. You know yep. what I mean? Why, if you're gonna make this movie, why? I mean, as we were saying in the car earlier, why Jim Belushi? Just in general, why? but in this movie, why is often, why yeah, is Jim Belushi? Why is Jim Belushi so often the question? But uh, in, but in this case, it's like you've got Louis Gossett Jr. Just make him the guy. Yeah, I mean, if you're making like the cheap, <laughs> the like shitty lean on me, right? Make it Louis Gossett Jr. <laughs> Right? I, I don't mean, know. I get you know. Obviously, it's you know because <laughs> racism, but you know I mean, that's for sure. But and still. he kind of like disappears for long stretches yeah. and is like so he's a that's, welcome presence whenever that's he's really there. The quint- Isn't this like this has got to be up there with the quintessential sort of like black people have to try ten times as hard yeah. sort of thing because Lou Gossett Jr. is Lou Gossett Jr. and he's right. good and then it's Jim Belushi is right. the star. Yeah, but like, I mean, and, my God. And then there's even like Jim Bel- or. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. is supposed to be like the tough guy, like the one who like right. knows the he's streets. He's a former like, football player. He understands how to do all this stuff, and he's like not afraid. And and then there's the stuff where Jim Belushi goes and like yells at the kids or get or you know gets in a fight with one of them, and he's like, "What are you doing? Are you crazy?" Yeah. Louis, what, are you, what, are you, what are you fighting with those kids? And you're like, Louis Gossett Jr. Your, himself. What? You know, what? it's like insane. Like, why is he scared of them all of a sudden? It's just yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it's it's dumb. I don't know. There's like a whole middle section of this movie that just sort of happens but it, but oh but but to get to the the, the great climax of the uh, of the it's, it's no more assembly oh, right. victor shows up yeah, and uh-huh. it, this, this it's like another crazy tonal whiplash sort of thing where now it's like a comic book it's something out of a comic book or something where he's like i don't think he actually slow claps right but it's like he might as well have yeah because he shows up and everybody like shuts up and then it's like this sort of like confrontation between the two of them and stuff and and Victor, I can't stress it's it like, enough. It's like the Warriors all of a sudden. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyrus is there. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because all, th- all these movies, and I, I realize, you know, when you're in high school, it's like that uh, it does feel like th- you're young, and so it feels like this is, we're here forever or whatever. But it feels yeah. like that thing where they're like treating these high schools like these kids, this is where these kids live or whatever. Yes. Like, how long has Victor been the drug kingpin of this school? Like, Six months since, or yeah, something like, like since the ninth grade. What like yeah? Is, has it been? Yeah, is it since he was a freshman or yeah. whatever? Or did he take over for the other guy who graduated and left or whatever? Yeah, or just like aged out of being in high school. In I guess would be in this situation because I don't think they have graduations in this world. <laughs> like I don't think kids graduate from this school. No, they it's just like, like solar babies or something. <laughs> they're just like they just they're just like well, you're too old to go to school, so now you don't. 
But yeah. like you have, but Off when to you, the but, water farms. But when you're this certain <laughs> age, you have to go to school, even if you are running a drug empire There's, out of it. There is something <laughs> vaguely post-apocalyptic about all three of these movies. Absolutely. Which again, you know, cycle circles back to like the the question of the question. Why is Jim Belushi? Why is Jim Belushi? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the question, the questionable nature of why Jim Belushi exists. If we think of Jim Belushi, Jim Belushi will appear and destroy us. What did you do, Ray? This movie was a this movie was a <laughs> modest hit when it came out too. Was it, it really? Cost, it cost like ten million and it made twenty. <laughs> like, I hadn't this movie even cost ten million dollars. Wow, Jesus! <laughs> I mean, like you know, it's but it totally well. For, they had to build barter town in this high school, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of extras in completely it. Completely forgotten though. Absolutely. Like I mean, like like uh, like one of those movies. Like if it did make some money, it's not, like a hundred percent forgotten. Like the that's other one of the two, weird things I... is that Jim Belushi movies often made money in the in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. It just sounds insane. And it can't be right, but it, it is. It doesn't really. I mean, he had that show that he had like a hit that was a, it was like a huge hit a decade in Flyover Country. Yeah. So Flyover Country loves Jim Belushi cleaning up a. Inner city school, I guess. I looked up that movie, Taking Care of Business. It was the number one hit the year that it came well, out. Well, I mean, that's just that's him. But it that's made like, four hundred million. Dollars. He's straight up party. Four hundred million. Oh. None of that's true at all. That is a fun. That movie. would be. <laughs> I'm on fucking Dynasty. Yeah. At least in that, he's stuff. a straight up par- party animal. I saw that in the theater with my dad. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen the cover where he's like riding, a, where he's like surfing on a car or something, though. Yeah. It's a Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, this guy looks cool. <laughs> the quintessential James Bel- Jim Belushi movie. <laughs> he becomes a business guy. He's taking care of that business. He's a lovable slob. He. Uh, What's the one with Charles Grodin where he's got the, the address book? Is that the same movie? Taking care of business? Yeah. Maybe. I think that might have Charles Grodin in it. There's one where Charles Grodin's like a homeless guy, and there's an address book that's like the MacGuffin, and... It's, wow. like a, it's like a fish out of water thing. Well, I don't we'll know do it I on the Patreon. Okay, anyway, <laughs> stay tuned for her taking care of business. Hey, Patreon. before we before we get too far off from the principal, yeah, let's I mean, this finish is a, talking this about is the a really fun movie. So let's continue talking I about gotta, this. I kind of thought it was fun, uh, but it, it is almost two hours long, it's which too, is completely it's, insane. It's too long, and I like the tonal whiplashes didn't work for me at all. And I was like, I was just, I was not. I was not into his character from the very first scene. Like I didn't think it. I was like immediately like, ugh, and and just all the like gags where he's like drinking weird shit is just like gags fuck off. That, that he probably riffed. Fuck off. They feel they feel it very taking, much it like it was riffs. taking care of business that I was thinking of. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's so it's so fucking. I don't know. It just it just felt so strained, and then it's just kind of like takes forever to get to the point. Like it just feels like it's like him cleaning up the school and it not working and they destroy his motorcycle but the the Hispanic kids who like him rebuild his motorcycle even better than before and it says and the it's got like who, buttons and stuff on it now yeah, like a James got, Bond motorcycle El Principal was that El Principal, El Principal on, on his helmet and his yeah and then he gets that and then he gets the bike back and, yeah. and immediately you get another action scene because yeah. sometimes there's action scenes in this movie he goes cruising down the street on his bike and then he sees Victor doing a drug deal. With some bad. Is this where he's, that's the scene where he's dealing oatmeal. Yeah, that's where he's it's, got the he's oatmeal. Dealing the oatmeal, <laughs> and then he he's got his baseball bat or some stick or something like that, and he keeps on just no, driving. It's a baseball his, bat. Is it a baseball bat? It's the bat? same one from the beginning of the movie, which he calls his baseball bat, even though he grabbed it from behind. It's the one that he bar. stole from the bar. <laughs> Whatever. He's right. at that bar again later. Apparently, they let him back in. I do like that scene where he's at the bar again because uh, that scene starts with him. He's got like a whole pyramid of upside down shot glasses, yeah. and he must have had like. 18 shots of whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if I have, like, I like to drink a beer and have a thing, a shot of whiskey, and I'll sip on that. If I have three of those, so that's six drinks in three, three or four hours, I'm drunk. Yeah. yeah. He's drinking, I mean, and he's really drunk too, but also. 
Like, and how, it's does, the, how is he even alive? It's the morning, too. He's been drinking through the night, yeah. and this bar stayed open. And he's also, and then he trashes the place on the way out. He yeah. like, and the bartender let shit. him do this, and yeah. then he trashes the place, and the bartender's like, eh, whatever. What anyway, am I going to do? Sorry. It's Jim Belushi. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, anyways, it's he's, Chicago, the Chicago... Uh, that's the Chicago way. Or whatever. He's, he's, that's the Chicago way. Yeah. He's driving his motorcycle and he's hitting. He's doing mo- motorcycle uh, combat mm-hmm. and he's hitting the drug dealers with the baseball bat on his motorcycle. And then they're like, "Get him!" And then they follow him. And Victor's about to uh, blast him, and a gun. blow him away. But yeah. it turns out he led him right to the front of the school. And there's dozens and dozens of witnesses. This is complete horseshit, in my opinion. I feel yeah. like they would just shoot him. Yeah, he's like, go ahead and shoot, Victor. They look at all these witnesses. But then isn't like, that also the point where he does that, and then it's like, and then he's thinking like, yeah, I've got him. And then it's like the next scene is like, nobody came forward. Like everybody says they didn't see anything. That's right. And you're kind of like, it's a whole movie is like a thing happening, and then back to square zero, and a thing happening. And you're kind of like, it's like, and I'm like, God damn it, I have to watch this whole thing. Yeah, it's a real mess. And you just skip to the end. Uh, he's like, you know, and then the, uh, then there's, then there's the, because uh, he's humiliated. Oh no, she, Radon Chung apparently. I think I was like uh, zoning out or something. Apparently, Radon Chong humiliates White Zack in her class. Yes, which leads to him trying to rape her. Yeah, uh, sure which, does. Which is which is this like awful scene where you're like great in this movie that like shouldn't be doing it, trying to do anything. This is the movie uh, again, the movie that had wacky drink combinations earlier on. Right, mm-hmm. but so 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 that's hap- that's happening, and meanwhile it's cutting back outside to her like favorite student who she's teaching to read, talking to Jim Belushi, who's like very slowly not leaving the school until they hear, until a thing smashes Esau, the window. Esau Morales. Esau yes. Morales. And they, and they like, uh, and then Jim Belushi, and so it leads, it's like this, this, this rape scene, and then, but then it's also that leads to Jim Belushi driving his motorcycle into the school and then into her classroom to stop the guy. This is why I have a hard time disliking this movie because, like, when this was happening, he's on his motorcycle and I go, "Please ride your motorcycle into that school," and then he does. I and mean, I was like, oh, I'm yeah. not giving it zero. Yeah, sure. You know, and it's all, and he's also he is on his motorcycle and it is taking too long. Like, I don't know what he's he's getting lost or something like that. Yeah, it's not that big a school and he's going really fast down the halls on his motorcycle, but. He's almost too late, and he drives his motorcycle in through the fucking door, mm-hmm. comes bursting in, yeah. and then, you know, beats up White Zack and right. stuff like that. And then you get to cut to back to a shot of Radon Chong covered in blood. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's, what is this? I think that's what I mean. Is this that is the, nuts. It's the uncomfortable nature of, like, it being, like, this sort, this, like, brutal rape scene, and then him riding his motorcycle <laughs> it through the Both school the to same stop time. it. So you're like, it's like, it. Uh, they don't, you know, it's like, uh, it's two, these two things don't, because I'm laughing at the motorcycle thing, yep. but then it comes back, like you said, then it cuts back after that scene, it's like, there she is covered in blood, and you're like, gross, what? Yeah. This, ugh. That scene's got the whole it, tonal whiplash all at one time. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. I mean, it is funny when he's driving his motorcycle through the school. And he's it's, drives it's he not, drives not it, funny. He drives it straight through like the classroom door and yeah. shit. It's, somebody's gonna have to pay for it's that. Nuts. It's, yeah, it's taxpayers it's, are gonna have to pay it's for real that. It's real 80s mm-hmm. shit. Uh and then and then there's another subplot. Um uh the, there's a character named uh Elias, I think. 
Emil. Uh, Emil, and Emil is kind of like an ancillary member of the main bad guys group, but right. he's a good kid. Yeah. And he's been getting through. You can't get through to Victor. Victor at one point says, you try to reach out to me, I'll cut your hand off. He's scary, scary And then guy. Jim Belushi goes, I got, an, I got, another, I got hand. another hand. I got two of them. And you're like, oh my you're God. You're like, who is this guy? Because in the first scene we saw the- <laughs> He was all, just loggling ladies' gam, yeah, students' we, gams with his binoculars. <laughs> he's like, now I'm a real- Now he's now fucking- got nothing God. left to lose. Now he's fucking Jesus Christ? <laughs> yeah. I'll turn the other cheek. <laughs> There's yeah. also the subplot with the uh, the young woman who uh, it's like a single mom. God. By the wait, way, what Kevin, is, wait, is that in this one? Yes, it, it's in two. It's in, in two of them, but it is in this one, one too. Right? Yeah, okay. it's also in one eight seven, but it's in this one. And the reason I bring it up, Kevin, is because the girl who plays her is the the crack mom who like was worried that the kids are going to get taken away in ER, like season one. Okay. <laughs> wow. She's in. She's got like a four episode arc on the show. Like she keeps. She's like a frequent okay. flyer. And she's got kids, and they know she's working the streets and stuff. She's right, like right, she's right. a regular. Anyway, that's her frequent flyer. I love that. That's yeah, a great term. Yeah, he he helps her, <laughs> and then and then it is, he he's like I'm gonna I'll, I will um, uh, teach you after hours because you have a kid mm-hmm. and this and that. And she's like okay, and then she actually leaves she, like, the bad betrays guys to him, him. Yeah, and then they beat they they uh, put a towel over his head and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. That's when they and smash they, up his motorcycle too. And they smash his, and he's all covered in blood too. And you're like, again, like, what? Wow. Yeah, he like goes back to her and he's like, "You betrayed this. me." And she's like, "But I gotta feed these kids. You don't know what it's like." And he's like, "I will keep trying to help you. I don't know what kind of guy I am. Yeah, I'm a weird, boozy, student ogling Jesus Christ figure." Yeah. But anyway, back Very to weird. Elias. But yeah, uh, Elias, yeah, yeah. so Elias is like Victor's fourth in command or something. Right. Like he's in the group, but you can tell because he's one of those characters that when they do a, a mean thing to, they'll. When they do an evil thing, he'll always like look back, like, oh, "Should I be doing?" I don't want to do that, but uh, you know, I got to. They don't want to do this, and, and you can tell. And at a certain point, uh, James Jim Belushi gets through to him, yeah, and because he because he turns out that he, he maybe he has a lust for for learning, or he certainly doesn't want to be involved in these evil shenanigans anymore. And there's one scene that is particularly implausible where he's riding next to him uh, while he's on his motorbike, and he's basically, like, talking him out of being bad and talking right. him into being good. Right. And this kid is charmed and <laughs> thinks that he's so cool, and he keeps on being, he keeps on saying stuff that just, like, riffs, like Jim Belushi riffs, like, hey, take it sleazy, you know, how's it hanging, just, like, whatever crap, and he keeps on going, like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Mr. Print, this principal guy is crazy. Hey, Mr. Belushi, funny. you are a funny guy. You are a funny guy, man. He's like, all right, you take it easy now. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, I'm always, on your side. always a rubber kid. I'm oh on man. <laughs> Outrageous. But uh, I love him. So he's so this kid's like on his side now. And then you cut to this, the, the, possibly the best part in the whole movie, where Jim Belushi is walking around. By himself in an empty school, and it's and it's weird because like nothing's happening, and you'll just see him like walk down, and you just hear the sound like the foley sound of his footsteps, and then kind of like look here and look there, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then it just cut to like a shot of of uh, the kid being dropped through a sky. Yep. <laughs> and you think he's dead, and he's been strung up by his feet, and he yeah. like I don't even know how this works, where they dropped him from, what what no. he's tied to, or anything. But he comes plummeting through this huge skylight and lands right in front of him. And Jim Belushi's like, "No!" And, and I thought that this was going to be body count number one. But, right. it, but it, it turns out not. he's just he, almost dead. He's almost dead. He's fine. And that's where by you, the end of the movie, he's fine. <laughs> you get the scene in the hospital where Jim Belushi tearfully is like, "I shouldn't have tried to help things, and what have I done?" And, and he's <laughs> like, "If you stop now, it's all for nothing." 
This is actually after he after he was at the bar getting yeah. ham, making a giant pyramid of uh, of stop him, Bim Jalushi. <laughs> That's not my character's name, but good try. His we'll name, keep it uh, cut. We'll keep it in. Jim Belushi plays Carlo Gugino in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Carlo Gugino. Oh, oh it's me, it's Carlo. I'm your principal, Carlo Gugino. I bring your whole plate of dingamagoo. Nobody, nobody listened to this has heard that episode yet. I think. Oh no, wait, Sin City came out this week, yes, so you will remember Carlo Gugino. Patreon, you heard all about Carlo Gugino, the, the classic Carlo Gugino bit. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite actor in the Godfather series. <laughs> <laughs> Miles uh, Teller plays Carlo Gugino. You know. Yes. Oh, I bet he does. Does he have a tiny little mustache? I'm a man. I'm a real man. That guy makes me laugh. He's so serious all the time. He's very serious. Serious, serious actor. actor. I'm a serious actor. He should play the principal. Uh, he the probably re- re- will. It's, it's about time to bring this IP back, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, man. Yeah. Miles last Teller, I checked Miles Teller would be perfect for last it. Last I checked, the, student, the students in this country are still going to hell in a handbag. Well, the, okay, in wait. the new version of the principal, he's fighting how woke they all yeah, are. Yeah, he's beating what? the shit out of people with pronouns. Okay, yeah. but who, so, you, so Miles Teller is the principal uh-huh. in this remake, but who's the black actor who should be the lead that... Is gonna have to be a second banana. Uh, um, Lakeith Stanfield. No, it's uh, <laughs> someone no, it's, vastly better than what's him. What's the Kevin Hart? Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, he's trying to be dramatic. No, he's trying I, to do something dramatic now. I was just thinking of someone that I like, but oh. okay, yeah. No, I mean, so, he was like someone he was, better. Kevin was trying to get that the di- principal dynamic, like the thing, of like, like a the mediocre thing, you know, white guy, like, where it's, oh, okay. where it's and like a uh, vastly superior black guy who's playing the lesser character. Yeah, where, okay. you're, where you're like that actor should be the lead. What is how come he's uh? But uh, but you know what? Uh, you know well, what? Well, then get Fishburn. No, you know what? I'm for it because Fishburne. I'm for it because Kevin Hart. Because then it would be like, is this supposed to be a comedy? And then you just make it turn it into <laughs> you a can brutal get the, thriller. You can get that crazy, that still out of whack sensibility. All right, let's get to the end of this movie already. But this is this is kind of like leading yeah, to the yeah. climax because shit's gotten real serious here. And then and then the, the basically the bad guys kind of give give an ul, like a high noon sort of ultimatum. Like if you go into school tomorrow, we're gonna kill your ass mm-hmm. and and you will be dead. And Jim Belushi's like, man, fuck it, I don't. I'm, I got care, two hands. Care if I live or die. I, I don't got care. Two hands. And he's convinced, I'm basically Jesus. And he's convinced Lewis Gossett Jr. that that's the same. I'm, I'm, drunk, a, I'm drunk Jesus. A character that we have that has no outer life outside of being a character that is Jim Belushi's sidekick. And we, we know he used to play football. There's a little speech where he goes, like, I used to play football. And I know how these kids, I know this kind of streets or whatever. He and does then, have a big, long speech. But other, weird. Than, other than that, we don't like get to see him at home or anything as far as I remember. Or no. like, we don't know what he does outside of school. <laughs> That should be the last shot of this movie instead. It was just just like after everything's over, Lynch Lewis Gossett Jr. is home by himself. Sad. Or he's Polly and he's got like he lives in a (laughs) whole Polly group. Is he is he hot Polly or is he like Renfair Polly? What? I don't know if I know the difference. You know, it's like ugly people who are Polly. (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow, that's Renfair Polly. Oh, hot Polly. Yeah. Now this okay. is a Mo- this is a Molly Lh expression. <laughs> Renfair Polly. <laughs> Anytime I meet a, po- a Polly person, I go hot Polly or Renfair Polly. Yeah. And they're like, you decide. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the funniest <laughs> things she's ever said. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Molly, thanks. That's pretty good. <laughs> what? Uh, All right. But anyways, so it's good. the it's the high noon thing, and of course Jim Belushi goes to school yeah. the next day, and nothing happens throughout the whole day, and he's kind of like, hmm, I really thought this was gonna be chaos, and then the school day is over, yeah, and then and then like they're they're kind of like, well, I guess we made it, but then all the bad guys show up, mm-hmm. and this is where it, like devolves into, f- I mean, it's been an action movie a couple times, it's been a Dangerous Minds like serious drama, now it's just an action, it's, now it's just a zany, musical, it's a total musical comedy, then they start singing, it's <laughs> it's West Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're all snapping in syncopation. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but no, this it's uh, it is like they've tried to do the whole like there's all kinds of bad guys or whatever. It the movie boils down to three black guys after Jim Belushi. Well, mm-hmm. well also uh, just uh, that's just like what real life is going to boil down to yeah. eventually. But also, White Zack is there. <laughs> Who's who's like gotten out of jail? Or well, yeah, completely unrelated. He's got his own misadventures he's like going on. He's escaped from from jail, where but he's he was. not a part of the the crew. Uh, no, but uh, he's also attacks like Louis Gossage. He's atta- he's also like attacking them. Yeah, and he's just there too. He's like snuck in and is like attacking them. He so got out like, of jail, and what what else are you gonna do but just go back to the school and try to kill whoever's there? Well, he yeah. well he's you know because he stopped him from because he now he's mad that he was mad that teacher made fun of him, and then he was mad yeah. that Jim Belushi stopped his attack on her. Yep. It's like a never-ending cycle with this. It's a cycle of violence, I tell you. Um, and yeah, and, and it's just like a full-on thriller, like horror sequence where they're in a shower. They're in the like, this yeah. huge shower room. Huge. Like it's like yeah, the high school shower room here is very large. Vast. <laughs> yeah, like a, a and solid like a maze, fifty people too. can fifty people can shower in their own independent stalls. It looks like prison, but yeah, it, it looked, really does. It was it also like well it was also like there were a few shots where I was like, how do you get in or out of like? Because he's like yeah. crawling under them, but I was like, it's like a maze in the way where I'm like, wait, how do you? How is this functional? Yeah. Usually it's just a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like spigots, but it's like all these different little stalls. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, one of the guys um, in the in Victor's crew is also in Platoon. Yeah. Can't remember the actor's name, but he turned up in a bunch of Johnny stuff in Platoon. the 80s. Johnny Platoon. His name is Johnny Platoon. And uh, Luke Gossett Jr. gets like locked in a like supply closet or something like that. So And so you get these weird cuts. Genitorial work. Yeah. <laughs> You get these weird you cuts. You can be the janitor's wife. wife. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> Looks We're like I'm the janitor's wife again. <laughs> Don't mind me. Just here to get the wet dry bag. <laughs> Don't mind me, folks. <laughs> Louis Gossett Jr. is the janitor. The janitor's wife. wife. <laughs> there, yeah. Everybody gets that bit now. Hot Polly. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Renfair Polly. Yep. Um, I'm thinking this Renfair Polly shit. And so Victor, at a certain point, like they they finally caught him. Um, he just gets arrested. Well, Victor's well, well, like pointing a gun, and then he hands, and then he's like, "Now it's time for my, my underlings to prove their loyalty." And he right. hands his gun over to the to another guy, and that guy's like, "And he's I like, I don't want to kill anybody." And he's like, "You kill him." And then he's like, "No, I don't want to do it." And then they keep on cutting. The, the editing gets really weird here. They keep cutting back to Lou Gossett Jr. like getting out of his his trapped area. Escapes from there, and then and then at a certain point, the guy's like, "I won't do it." And then Victor takes the gun from him, blows his brains out, mm-hmm. kills this fucking kid. And so that's the one student, the actual, the one actual student body that's count true. that we have in this movie. That's true. That's it. Even though a lot of people come close, yeah. this guy gets shot in the head, and um, and then Lou Gossett Jr. like shows up and saves the day. Yeah, Victor, he has a fight with White Zack and then beats him up and then saves yeah. Jim Belushi from getting shot. Jim Belushi uh, at a certain point, uh, Victor is wailing on Jim Belushi, and then some happens in the t- in the tables turn, and he goes, "My turn!" <laughs> and then starts b- wailing on him. He throws him out the front door. He does like the Hulk Hogan, like puts his hand up and it's shaking, and <laughs> right. finally stands up. And everybody, everybody in the school is like outside when so they see this happen. Yeah, you know? like yay, we're on his side. Like, we're now. all free now. Well, that, but I mean, that's where the movie has an ambiguous ending too, because then there's they like take Victor away, and then there's like another guy there that's like, who do you think? Who do you even think you are? And it's kind of like, uh oh, now you know one down, but it, you know cut one head off, and another yeah. one rises well, up. Well, no, but, but then they- but then he's like, Morales goes. He's the principal man. He goes, yeah, I'm the principal man. Gets on his motorcycle and drives away. Also, there's a line where he's talking to Lewis Goss Jr. And we are we are two st- very stupid men, which in a better movie would be an awesome line at the end of this movie. I know. I wanted to screenshot I was, that one. I was kind of mad because I was like, that's a that would be a great line if this movie was any good at all. 
Yeah. But it sucks, so fuck off. Mostly sucks. But I do, I do want to point out, just to, as it, it comes full circle, he throws Victor out the front door, and everybody starts cheering, but then in in this throng of ki- of students that are cheering, two of them start fighting. Again, right. just like another squabble breaks out, and he goes, No more! And then they stop fighting, yeah. so his 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 uh, authority over them is secure. Yeah, he's sort done of. It. I don't know. It feels like it's like they're gonna have to start. You know, it's like tomorrow's another day. Another, you know, who someone else is gonna take over being the bad. Jim Belushi kid walks into the conference room, writes the principal on the whiteboard, <laughs> and the, adds dollar an S, sign. <laughs> then dollar sign. The principals. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Just get all the mediocre, schlubby uh, white <laughs> yeah, actors man. from the 80s to be like 10 principals. Louis Gossett Jr. is just constantly their second banana. Yeah. He's like, I'm still not, I'm still not in charge. Can I have a God raise? damn it. <laughs> I'm the most qualified person here. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. should have been in enemy mind mode in this, like the, the lizard and alien from enemy uh, mind. Just giving birth and stuff. Zarbles. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Great movie. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'm the. He's the principal man. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the principal, principal man. man. <laughs> Drives off, and then you start. They start playing some, some stupid, shitty pop some song. Shitty pop song. <laughs> I wish it was Jim Belushi like blues or something. That I would. I did want to say the musical supervisor of this movie is Jellybean. No, so, really? Yeah, hmm? interesting. It's Jellybean. <laughs> In case you were wondering, who's Jellybean? I don't know. <laughs> like helped helped break Madonna. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Jellybean Benitez. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. It is. Je- yeah, that's right. And he's like got. And he's her, got like, a song in it. Like break her out, not like break her. Like not like we need. Like to break, yeah, like make her break, famous. We need to break Madonna. She's t- she's getting a. <laughs> that was the sequel to the principal. She's getting too big. You need to break her. <laughs> I won't do another sex book. I swear. <laughs> Jellybean. Um, <laughs> any more lines from yeah. this piece of shit? I like this is uh, this is the kind of line that you'll get to casually tossed into movies well well into the early two thousands or mid two thousands, frankly, where Uh-oh. you're kind of like, hey, don't don't say that. <laughs> but he's talking he's talking to Victor, and after Victor's done something rascal here, bad or whatever, he's a, you're gonna go to prison, Victor. Oh yeah, you might even get a surprise oh, yeah. up that wise little ass of yours. <laughs> That's, That's what nice. he says to a student. I know he's a bad guy, but like, Jesus Christ. I know he's a bad guy, and he's 30, but he's still your student. <laughs> God damn. That's, one of, that's also one of my favorite, just like, not not to get off on too big of a tangent here, but just one of my favorite things that you, like you pointed out, you see in movies, like, maybe it's not even that far away from being gone. It's just the idea that, like, it was so funny and so widely accepted that what happens to you in jail is they rape you. It's funny. Right. As if there is, and there's nothing we can do about that. Right, and like, ha-ha, you're going to jail, you're getting raped. As if and, that's you, just, and you deserve it. And as, and as a factor of society, we accept that this is what happens. It's fine. This is how it is. Yeah. yeah. Prison isn't the punishment, the rape is the punishment. Yeah. We're an yeah. absolutely fucking brutal society. What a good point. What a nice full, place. And we fully yeah. accept it and make jokes Merry about Christmas. it. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Stop canceling Jim Belushi. Yeah. This is him in in like real per, like bad guy perv mode at the, in the beginning, and and this is after he's been ogling a lady, uh, a lady. It's a student. It's like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. Uh, and then and so this he's just like handing pa- papers back to students or something, and just a casual a line that casually is tossed out. He goes, Linda, I want you wearing a bra to class. I'm not gonna change your grade. Linda, he, said, no. he says that to her. No, and this is him talking to another student. This is this is him talking to Isai Morales. He's like, you gotta wear you gotta a wear bra. A bra. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wear a bra. Isai. Uh, he goes, he got because he's got a crush on Miss Orozco, Ray uh-huh. Chong. He goes, you got a little boner for Miss Orozco? Oh, I got a big one. <laughs> Kid's like fifteen. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and this is the one line that I actually did think was kind of funny, um, where uh, this is like toward the, like at the very end, and it's just some the, the little calm before the storm, where he's talking to Lou Gossett Jr. and he goes, "I'm gonna have him write on the blackboard a thousand times: Do not kill the principal." Yeah, right. yeah. it's like hmm. yeah. that'll work. Good All repetition. Right. Repetition, repetition works. works. Wow, that does work. <laughs> part of us all. Uh, ratings. I'm going to give this two Juds, all it deserves, and that's probably being generous. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, there are amusing enough pieces of it here and there. Uh, but it's a terrible movie. It doesn't know what it's doing. It doesn't really know what it's doing as if it's doing anything. Uh, <laughs> it thinks it is, though. Yeah. Sometimes. Which is, uh, yeah. It's just stupid. It's just a stupid movie, sort of like rightfully, uh, you know, consigned to the dustbin of film history. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to give it two Douglases for the rape scene. Uh, and for, you know, the rape talk and all the just... The binoculars. Yeah. Two Douglases for that. Gnarly. And I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10 uh, shot glass pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good, like, 16, like, I mean, he big was, shot glasses. He was very drunk. Very drunk. He should be dead. I would never, as a bartender, I would never serve that many drinks to one person. Ever. <laughs> that bartender is really checked out. Yeah. He doesn't care. He starts, like, knocking over his tables and stuff. He's like, man. Well, they, he, the bartender just gave her, there's a guy, like, vacuuming the yeah. bar. And he's just, just, like, and he's just, like shaking his head, like, I don't know what this guy's yeah, fucking This guy comes is. in here, he drinks 700. He's also like, this guy's still here, it's Don. What, what, what am yeah. I supposed to do about it? Kick him out? You, uh, you forgot that was you forgot to pay your bill, Jim Belushi. That was sixteen double whiskeys. That's gonna be nine dollars. Nine dollars, yeah. <laughs> Chicago in the eighties, right? Wherever this, this is, uh, I thought it was Chicago. It's Oakland. I think it's, is it? Is I it thought Oakland? I saw something that said yeah. Cincinnati. It's Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. I think it maybe I, it is in I, Cincinnati. I thought that there was like seriously in like a wide shot of him driving. It says like Cincinnati yeah. in a building. You're like, oh, Cincinnati. But also, there's a shot of him leaving his house, and there's palm trees. So it's uh, Oakland. It's we Oakland. looked it up. You looked it up. Okay. Yes. But I mean, it is, Oakland where it, it takes place or Oakland where they shot it? Uh, I think it takes place in Oakland okay. too. I think people like talk about. It. I mean, that's uh, it's like not part Vancouver of, for Oakland. No. <laughs> uh, it, I know it takes place. It's. I think it's both. Okay. I think it's both. It's well, LA for case, Oakland, probably. What do you yeah. got? And the ha- the houses also look kind of like Bay Oakland Area houses. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm also gonna give it two. It is a bad movie. I I enjoyed it. That doesn't. It's it's from irony. I can't be giving it like. I like movies like this where you're. I I like this dustbin kind of movie where you're like, sure, they don't make movies like that. They shouldn't make movies like that anymore. Right. It's but I, it's also fun and crazy to me that they did make movies like this. It's a it's a crazy artifact. Just yeah. like all the for all the reasons that we mentioned, and there's plenty more where you're just kind of like, Jesus, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> and it man, it like was succe- to some degree was successful. Like it worked. These weird moves that they made, and then America was like, oh, well, for like I, a weekend yeah, or whatever, we, like, yep. we like it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like a huge hit or anything like that. But I mean, it, it got they the made job back done. their investment. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Yeah. Um, very strange movie. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it one and a half Douglases for the ogling and then for the rape scene and stuff like that. But there's not a. It's honestly because it's a pretty R. You know, there's tons of language and violence in it and stuff. It's kind of surprising that they didn't get some boobs because it's that kind of that era right. of movies. You think there would be like like a one like. I think in both the other no, at least in one of the other movies, there's just like random strip club scene or something where it's like that's you know, right. You think there'd be like something like that? There's a great strip right. club scene in the the next one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I was fully expecting to see just obligatory '80s boobs, possibly even like naked students at at, at certain points and yeah. stuff, because that wouldn't have surprised me either. You know, like sixteen candles type shit. Look at this. 
Look at this teenager's tits, right? <laughs> God, that movie's God. so fucked up. That movie, well, boy, oh boy. I don't feel like all the John Hughes ones have have, have gotten have, have aged that poorly. Most of them six, have not. Six, Sixteen Candles is quite something. Yeah, that's a terrible movie. It's pretty rough. Um, and uh, I'm going to give it ten out of ten. Guys, somehow dropped down skylights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Who designed this place? Right. I'm gonna give it one. I'm giving it one and a half. I can't go any higher than that. Mm-hmm. I could I could give it one. I found this movie incredibly tedious. I, it's like like it's two has, hours. It has fits and starts, but it's two hours, and it just is like t- the tonal whiplash didn't like wasn't interesting to that. Could be interesting to me if this movie was an hour and twenty eight minutes. I might have I might give it a higher score just because it'd be like what is this thing? Right. But like you said, it's like an it's like has interesting parts, but as a, it's like it is like a dustbin artifact for a reason because it's also not good. Yes. Like it's not like something where we you find this and go like holy shit. Look what we found here. This is fucking nuts. It's like has like parts that are kind of nuts, but mostly it's just I don't know. I just found it like tedious to, to to like get through, and then it has unpleasant parts where you're like, well, why now? Why is it like this now? Why it's those, to, it's those three different kinds of movies, and it's failing at all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then but then at the end, it's got this like smug like we did it, and you're like, did what? You didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. You sucked. You sucked for two hours, and then you're and that one you're kid. Over. That one kid is dead. And that one kid's dead. But only one, surprisingly, somehow. Yeah. Uh, one kid almost dead. I'll give it two Douglases. It is, you know, that scene was, like, gross, so. But it, it doesn't really have anything. It doesn't get too sleazy or anything. Despite it being Jim, despite how it starts where you think, like, oh, man, this is going to be Jim Belushi, like, talking shittily to women. But just there's the one part where he asks the kid if he gets a boner for his teacher. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> Inappropriate, yeah. but not, I guess, not <laughs> whatever. Uh, and the answer is yes. Oh, Mr. And Principal, you're so uh, cool. I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10 uh, Ovaltines or whatever kind of drink it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear as to what kind of drink that oh, powder was. Oh, it's very was, unclear. But uh, I, someone says it's Ovaltines. I'm going to, you know, okay. Oval. Why is it called we'll say, Ovaltines? We'll there, are there are good people on both sides be, of the debate. <laughs> it's round. No, they not. should call it round. They should call it round. It's gold. Uh, that's gold, Jerry. Gold. All right. The principal's over. Principal's over. Now moving on to the one, the one true beacon of light in this in this trio. This is the highlight, and I say that with a grain of salt. Yeah. I, I don't. I, didn't, I, I didn't don't say it with a grain of salt. I, I thought this, I thought this was, was okay. I thought this was okay. It's the substitute. Uh, yeah. My name's Smith. I'm a substitute. Hi, Claude Valet. I'm the principal. Oh, good to meet you. You're not uh, one of our regular subs. Yo, Freddy Krueger, knock it off. It's not a manicure shop. <laughs> I'm in charge of this class. You ever been shot, Mr. Whatever your name is? Yeah, I've been shot. Who is he? The other day I was talking and I just happened to glance back and the weirdest thing happened. What? They were listening. Wait till he's off school grounds. I don't want to kill him right off. Life's a chess game, Juan. This is a crucial move. I want you to think it over. This is certainly my favorite of the three as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 and this was the only one I kind of enjoyed watching. Right. I very much enjoyed watching this movie. It's uh, it's very stupid and fun. But I think this is this one is dumb in a way that like the other two are are like end up being stupid but are trying to be about shit. And this one is just like a stupid this is just a stupid, empty action movie. It's, bar- it's completely it's barely trying to do it. It's sort of like dangerous minds. A little bit. Phase. I mean I watched them in the I watched Principle one eight seven and then this and so oh. it was the, which was the correct uh 
I felt like was the right way to watch them because I ended on this one where I was like, you know what? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I always watch these in chronological order whenever we do them. So I just watched them. This was the middle one for me. I kind of watch them randomly or sometimes how I'm feeling where I'm like, you know what? I feel like this one's going to be darker or whatever and I don't want to do that right now. So I'll watch this other one, you know. Then you then you watch the principal and you're like, well, that sucked more. <laughs> Whatever. <Yeah. laughs> Don't care for that. Uh, but the substitute though, and if if you've heard of the substitute, this is one one of the things that I liked about the substitute. If if you remember this movie at all, it was also a modest hit in the uh, in the nineties of long DTV franchise. Yeah, that's right. I watched uh, Substitute Three because it was on the same disc. Uh, but not after Substitute Two is not. It on was the not same on the disc, same which disc. Is funny. So who knows? And that's Treat Williams. Treat yeah? Williams. He's in two and three. Yeah, he's in two and three. I I like Tom Berenger in this. I got nothing against him. Not saying I, I have a problem with Tom Berenger here, but knowing that Treat Williams is in the sequels, I was watching this going, I kind of wish this was Treat Williams. He, those the the one that I watched, uh, Substitute Three, isn't good. It's very bad. But oh. Treat Williams is kind of he's, <laughs> he's doing same, something interesting. Is he the same guy? No, different guy. Different guy. Different tone. Different kind of like quality. He, he's also a tough. You know, special forces guy, but he's his his way is a lot like um, more arch. Like Tom Berenger is just basically his character from Platoon. If he was a good guy, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> but like, but like, but uh, Treat Williams Treat does Williams like booby traps like, and stuff. And yeah, like, he's more cerebral. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna you know be intellectual. He actually does have a, ma- a doctorate, I believe, in literature. Uh-huh. He like says that at the beginning of the Substitute Three. Like, I have. A, how are you gonna be a teacher? He's like, I have a doctorate in literature. Okay. It's not a joke. He really does. Well, let's talk <laughs> oh, about all right. Let's talk about this one. Let's though. talk about a guy who doesn't have a doctorate in anything. <laughs> he sure doesn't. Who is a guy who is just a uh, he's a mercenary, a mercenary, a merc, as they call him yeah. later. And you know what the substitute is about? If you grew up around this time, it's the teacher. He goes to the high school and uses tough love and beating the kids up to like get them to be good. <laughs> and that's basically what the movie is. But there's a whole lot more. Well, it I mean, starts- the plot of it isn't that he doesn't go there to to. To, to change uh, to change hearts and minds, he goes yes. there because his his girlfriend Diane Venora gets attacked by a guy yeah. who was hired by one of the students to like attack her because she was because she called him a name or something, and so he's like going there to get this guy, yeah. and he's like, I'm gonna use my mercenary skills. He uses his black ops skills to like fake an identity to become the substitute teacher for her. Yes, absolutely. So he's not he's his intentions are not to go there to teach kids although he does end up kind of being a good teacher it turns out that being a teacher might be what might be actually very good for him yeah. except he at the end of the movie that's not what happens. no 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 <laughs> it's it, just, it spends like five minutes like being that kind of movie and there's like fuck that we're not doing that. I do, oh yeah we I remember, do like we're the, not doing that the, the mediocre parts of this where he is sort of bonding with his students like uh were you were you did you fight in vietnam he's like yeah i yeah. was in vietnam did you lose any homeboys yeah i lost a lot of homeboys home me too me too man too many it's like we're all bonding here. You gotta be kidding yep. me. Who's the Who's the main villain in this? Not uh, Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. It's Mark Anthony. Yeah. It. Mark Anthony. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's the main student villain, and there's well, another. Main, there's a, another yeah. main villain. There's the other secret but villain. We'll get to it. Which actually, actually, I didn't know that that was. So it actually, oh man, uh, it I, actually I, surprised me because <laughs> I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen this, and so oh, yeah. I was like, and I was like, because I just watched the principal too, and right. you kind of like it's this you know similar setup where it's like. He's except Ernie Hudson's the principal, but you're sort of like okay, so you got this white guy. You know, it was right, like right. it was like oh, are they gonna team up? 
because Ernie Hudson is like a tough that's, guy. Yeah, that's what you kind of think at least. At Spoiler the alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, law of economy of characters meant that he had to be in on it. Absolutely. But, well, I mean, well, yeah. no, but I, that's what I'm saying. I just watched The Principal, and I was like, oh, Mark Anthony and right. these other guys are all the drug dealers. So I didn't know. You know, I wasn't thinking there's a Mr. Big. I was just right. like, I, so I, I didn't even cross my mind until this, it comes up, and I'm like, somehow, oh, okay. Somehow much more cartoonish than The Principal. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, pretty yeah. Well, no, it's it's but just... in a very productive way. Absolutely. I well, mean, just, I would, I'll just yeah, put it this I way: guess. it begins with uh, a shot of like the cu- the islands of Cuba, right. and then it, they do the military thing uh-huh. from Hunt for the Red October. It goes, and it says yeah. like Cuba, fourteen hundred hours or whatever Operation Franklin some, Roosevelt High, some, some bullshit. And I was like, Cuba, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Had you seen this before? No, okay. I, I had seen this multiple I times. You had seen this. Before. Oh, I will yeah. be seeing this multiple times. But he's like, Tom Berenger, and this is where you start to wonder like how big the budget of this was because it's like. There, there, there is a botched operation, but we don't see any of it. All we see is Tom Berenger in like a raft, like shooting a flare or something. And so the some sort of new Bay of Pig, op, pigs operation that they tried to launch yeah. in Cuba has gone foobar, and, right. they, and so we don't see any of it. And then, uh, but fortunately, that does mean that they were saving their money for the climax at the end of the film. Right. Sure. But he, you, you do see him meeting up with all his fellow mercenaries to talk about how Fubar the mission went. His, and his the, fellow, and those mercenaries. fellow mercenaries are William, William Forsyth, Louis Guzman. Mm. Who else? Who am I forgetting? Uh, the, I don't know the other guys actually. Well, those are the two main ones. Yeah, William. And Forsyth. then other people that I recognized. William Forsyth is the psycho. Yeah. His his whole character does not make any sense to me in this <laughs> at all. The, 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 the way what he does, I'm like, what? He does a thing in the middle of the movie where, that is just like completely inexplicable and unforgivable. And I was like, oh, this is a bad. Wait, what? He's, it was the, he's the character. He's in movies like this a lot of times. Who's like, I'm fucking crazy. He's the and it's wild like, card. yeah, he is. You got to get rid of this guy. Yeah, he's the wild he card. He sucks. Uh. Yeah, those that's his team and they the operation didn't go well. They lost three guys. Yeah. But they, then but then they're like then they're like, Well, we're going for R and R, so he goes to visit his this woman that he'd met on a mission or something. Uh Diane Venora, who's a teacher in Miami, Florida. Who's the guy who plays the other teacher? I liked him. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it's, it up. It's the guy uh, the guy from Speed. Yeah. Oh Glenn Plummer. Glenn Plummer, Glenn yeah. Plummer. yeah, yeah. Tune Man. Tune Man. And uh, and and, th- and this movie starts off with with its bullshit. Uh, and 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 I, I actually watched one eight seven first, so I was kind of like guarded for this sort of like mm. the students will sue the teachers if they try to do anything right. type horseshit. But it turns out there is an explanation for this. So like Diane Venora, who we uh, we covered twice in Michael Manuary, she's yeah. the wife in The Insider and also the wife in, in Heat. <laughs> Um, but it, but in this one, she's like the the student is like Mark Anthony is like tells you're no person to me, bitch. So pack the fuck off. You wish that you did. Good right. point. And it's Good like point. seems very threatening. And she takes it to the the principal Ernie Hudson. He's like, hey, technically it doesn't count as a threat. And blah blah blah. We can't do anything to these students. It turns out. Well, can we just say why? Or I don't know. Just, who gives a shit? It's the fucking Ernie Hudson's, Ernie the, bad Hudson's the bad guy. He's, well, he's on work, the side. He's of working this. for the cartel, and they're using yeah. this high school as a distribution node for the, the anyway. to get the drugs out. Yeah. Yeah. So he's cut so out he, the middleman. So man. he's the main. So he's the main bad guy. So that's why he's not trying to stop any yeah. of the. It's uh, not. It's not like the society is on the side yeah, yeah. of the bad guy is bullshit. But I thought that that's where they were going at first. No, that's the other one. Uh, so so <laughs> but but, but uh, same point in in the end is there's no she's got nothing that she can do. What do you call that? Same principle. Same. Uh, principal? Jesus fucking Christ. <sighs> Wrong well, principal. You are fucking welcome. Wrong principal. <laughs> Wrong this fucking guy, principal. Someone drank their Ovaltine this morning. I did. Put beer in it and everything. <laughs> Be- 
did, did you did you like it with the beer? Or did you just drink the beer? I just drank the beer. Okay, because yeah. <laughs> I don't like milk stuff, you know. So I just didn't drink it. <laughs> That's true. What am I doing? Why do I have? Why do I have all this Ovaltine? Uh, we keep promoting Ovaltine on the podcast, and they just send us crates and crates of Ovaltine. I want some more of that liquid death water they sent us that time. Absolutely. Yeah, liquid death, if you're listening, send us more of that water. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow. We love you. <laughs> yeah, so Diane Venora like, sees Tom Berenger in an elevator and goes, ah! And then she goes, oh, it's you, and they start making out. And you're like, oh, okay, well, there, there's their other. relationship. And then she's, t- t- and then they're like hanging out in a park, and Diane Venora has made a powerful enemy with this Mark Anthony, yeah. who's like yeah. the second in command, it turns out, of this uh, drug cartel. So somebody <laughs> is also, and also it might be to be pointed out, is also still a high school student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. at least, at the very least, in his case, like Ernie what? Hudson probably makes him go to school. Yeah, right. Exactly. To it, keep it, up the, appearances. The, like, yeah. the like the mechanics of it make sense when the principal is a bad guy because you're like why would these kids still go to school and you go like oh well because they're running All, drug although i would or, just like to point out that I mean, it if, makes more sense if you're the drug cartel and you have this distribution node in the in california that's the, they, and you own the principal like you've got the principal on the payroll don't get like these flamboyant gangbangers to run your drugs for you Make them go to school and behave themselves so that nobody starts to get suspicious. Yeah, maybe cool it with all the flamboyant gangbanging. We're trying to make money here. Or right. Get, or get, like, the computer nerds to do it. You know, well, that's exactly the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like, don't, you know, have muscle that is not at the high school. For Well, yeah, which they do. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's, it look, it, it look it makes sense and then is also totally completely right. I'm stupid. Just, yeah, you're making a movie here. I get it. But it's also like, you know, you know what would have spared any of this from happening is that if you just hired good regular people who were not insane. At the very least, Mark Anthony sort of looks like a high school student. Yes, like he doesn't. You know, I didn't look at him and go like that guy is not in high school. And I I do just generally like him as an actor. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, he's great in bringing out the dead. He is great. He is great in bringing out the dead. And then he's like, uh, he had already had a near ten-year career in the music industry before making this movie too. He's also in Man on Fire. He's a man fire. He's, oh, he's not as great in that. He's yeah. fine. He's. I mean, he's like. A, yeah, he's in that. <laughs> he's. A, he's in it. He plays a dad or whatever. I did find. He I is find absolutely it, I found he's amazing in bringing out the dead, though. Because like people who want to break into acting, like he'd he'd already was a Grammy nominated recording artist when this came out, and then he's just he's in the substitute. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a fascinating. Like, I mean. Because he's got to start. He works. He starts somewhere. Yeah, he's in the music. He's already. He wants to make it into acting. Well, you got to start somewhere. So you're gonna be the <laughs> like a mustache twirling bad yeah, guy I mean, in a fucking Tom Berenger. Right borderline straight-to-video movie. Yeah. <laughs> Although this movie was also a modest hit, of course. Yeah, yeah. I saw this in the theater when it came out. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, it was it's one of those movies, like all of these movies, to some degree, are kind of like or for like white, older per, older guy yeah. fantasies. They're like, They're these fucking movies. kids, we need to just smack them around. All they need is a little tough love. Yeah. Really tough hate, frankly. And we'll just smack yeah. these fucking little shits around, and then they'll snap in the line. Kind of, Well, but yeah. no, they're going to sue you. Yeah, you know that's all. All this dumb bullshit. Uh, so and that's what that's the whole crux of this movie. So then Di- the I talked to Sarah, So Diane Venora gets attacked by this giant guy, and luckily Tom Berenger is some, just magically there at the same well, they're time. They're hanging out in the park. No, they're she's ha- on. No, she in this scene she, they're not hanging out in the park. She's oh. out for a run, 
and she gets attacked by this guy who is well, seems like he might murder her, and then Tom Berenger just happens to be also going that direction. I really like this scene because it's just the, one of those funny things where you're like, Tom Berenger just happens to be there, like, oh, I'm oh, here, I am. <laughs> I like this scene because the guy's like, you know, Tom Berenger steps in to fight the dude because he already he just basically <laughs> breaks Diane Venora's leg immediately. Yeah, he and cracks she's her. Just, he cracks her legs guy. with a, like yeah. a baseball bat. And a little bit, like he's fighting Tom Berenger's fighting this guy, like hide just hiding behind trees and shit. Like, like it the, was really good. I, I was like into the it. Fight scene. There's another fight scene with this guy later too, where it's like the same because it's a very realistic because the guy is gigantic. Yeah, and you're like, how would you fight a guy like that? Yeah. And you're like, by hiding, by not getting hit by him yeah. for the most part, and like maybe getting a one or two in until he runs away because yeah. he doesn't want to get arrested. There is a lot of Tom Berenger fight scenes in this, which are interesting because he is not a not a he's not like fat. But he's just like a, bolt, he's a like a regular seems, sized dude. He seems like he's got it like he's like a dad sized dude. But he's also like when he walks around and stuff in this movie, he seem he looks like he's like sore all over or yeah. like stiff or whatever. And not not I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I mean like I I feel that way, and I'm not as old as Tom Berenger was when he made this movie. But you know he looks like a guy who's like. I gotta stand up and walk around now. Okay. Yeah. Ah, the fight, ah, the fight scenes do look like they are taking him quite a quite a deal of effort. Yeah. Like maybe Tom Berenger was like, yeah, I, I can do all those fight scenes. I, yeah, I'm sure. And he Before hadn't, hadn't actually worked out in many oh, many shit. years. He's like, oh shit. Yeah, I don't think his he's body like, caught up to him. But it, but I mean, it also just feels like I mean, if, in in that regard, it feels realistic to yeah, me. Yeah, where it's, it's like true. This guy, yeah, he's an older guy who yeah. fucking. Uh, fuck yeah, he's fighting this giant guy and they'll throw a garbage can at him or something. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't want to get hit by He's him. Spinning around palm trees and using the trees as leverage to kick him and stuff like that. You don't that. become a 60-year-old merc by, like, you know, <laughs> fucking rushing headfirst into a fight he, like that. Is he 60? I don't know. He's, He's probably just in his 40s, I would yeah, think. I imagine so. Maybe mid-40s. I don't know. He's like 40 going on 55 if he is. <laughs> he doesn't look well, good. <laughs> that's, that'll, that's me, all, pretty much. So No way. You look better than Tom Berenger, buddy. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's 10 years after Platoon. Sorry, Tom Berenger. Bomb Terringer? <laughs> Bomb Terringer. Uh never gets anyway, old. he so so he decides like because he's like without without purpose because he doesn't have pretty much they don't have missions going on because they blew that last one. So he decides like I'm gonna infiltrate this school and take out this gang. The uh, what are they called? The M O not M O D. It's the like K O S K O S. Yeah. two and there's a K O D and then there's a bat gang in one eight seven that's called the K O S. What's KOD stand for in this one? We find out what KOS stands for. We do not find out what KOD stands for. Because KOS is like knocking off suckers or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah Jesus, stupid got it fucking <laughs> movie. <laughs> okay, he would have been like 40, yeah, late 40s when he made Okay. This. Wow. Yeah, yeah, looking every looking every inch of it. it it's, like, it's like if I was was to shoot a fight scene like right now. Oh, I'd love that. Let's I'd do it. Like, I could do those things. Podcast is taking terrible. a break, folks. Sorry, we sorry we're gonna take a break while we film a fight scene with Travis. I, Travis is gonna have to like jump, yeah, and do things like that that he hasn't done in years. Tuck and roll, buddy. <laughs> He's gonna have to like fall down and. Well, you could ah. do that. <laughs> I mean, I do yeah. that never on purpose. It's a getting up that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> I fall down the stairs twice. Why a week. do we fall, Travis? Just sitting and standing these days has been. Uh, it's like it to- takes a toll on me. Yeah, staying sitting is great. Staying standing is fine. Just the in between. It's it's the, wow, it's the after about an hour of standing, my back starts to hurt. My my lower my lower back's been bugging me lately. So you know, I Go have a chiropractor. I have a rascal scooter now. Get some so. acupuncture. I, a chiropractor. Yeah. I do have a I do have a gift certificate to a, a massage place. I'm gonna go get a massage. Oh, a massage. A deep tissue. Massage. Are they gonna jerk you off? I don't think so. Oh. It's therapeutic. A, Tell them it's therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's for it's for my back. It's muscle release. Just a just a standard just a regular non jerk off massage. <laughs> I got something with deep. That, 
tissue. Well, that, the coupon's good for two of those. <laughs> well, one and a quarter. <laughs> well, tell us all about getting jerked off by a masseuse uh, in the next episode. Great. Yeah. Sorry these guys are saying this. So <laughs> <laughs> Just Sophie, though. You're not apologizing to the listener. No, well, she listens. She's okay. a listener. Fair enough. She's listening to our, one of our other podcasts right now. Which one? I don't know. Whichever one she's... I don't remember which one right. Oh, yeah. The one with Will Goss. Oh, yeah. Oh. Last time I last I saw her, she was going for a run, so she listens to us. Cute. So, sorry. I'm sorry that these guys were saying all that. But to the listener, sorry. we have, we don't apologize at all. No, to the other list. She's a listener. What do you I apologize I mean, only to list. Sophie. Oh, the other listeners. Right? I apologize okay. only to Sophie. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. I'm not apologizing to anybody else. Not to fuck. the 2,000 people that Go listen. fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to go fuck themselves, just not apologizing. No, I, you specifically said it. You said it. That was you. They can tell our voices That apart. was you. Like that was can, you, Kevin. Maybe they can't. There's like, they're all one guy. It's all one guy doing voices. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of one guy doing voices. I have to assume 90% of the people that listen to this cannot tell us apart. 90%? 90%. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's a high number. <laughs> I think that's generally how it works. Really? I listen to lots of podcasts. I can't tell you the people can't tell, apart. You don't, none of them? I know that they're different people, but I don't know like who's who or anything like I that. I can tell us apart when I listen to this. I can tell our voices apart. Yeah, we know who we are. Well, let's not go crazy. <laughs> Nobody really knows who anybody is. Let's take a poll. We'll put a poll out. Say, Do you know who we are? Can you tell us apart? <laughs> Just by our voices? I would love to put that out. Just without any other, can you tell us apart? Yes. No. <laughs> no context. Yeah. Well, the substitute's been a really compelling discussion. Uh, well, yeah. we had to talk about old man pains a little bit, yeah. I guess. It's very funny how how Tom Berenger's plan, how like loose and like out of nowhere Tom right. Berenger's plan is. I thought that it was like a CIA thing, or like you got to go undercover, no. Tom Berenger. And it's like, no, I'm bored. Uh, it's I, because and, and, he's and he bored. makes an explanation because like his. All of his mercenary friends are like, "Why? Oh, why are we gonna do this?" And he's like, "Well, you know, they they got drugs, and where there's drugs, there's money. So there'll be know, money some on the shit back like end. that." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "I guess." That was a funny scene, though. For that was the first time where I was like, "This William Forsyth character is written strangely because yeah. he because they he shows up and Tom Berenger's talking to them at a gun range, and and everybody else is like, some of them are kind of like, I don't know, yeah, I'm not doing anything, whatever, and then." Uh, William Forsyth is like, it's like, I don't care, man. I just want to get back in the action. Yep. And then as soon as Tom Berenger says it doesn't pay, he goes, fuck you. And you're like, you just said you want to get back in the action, but you only want to, you mean you only want to get paid? It was very, it was just the a very The action weird, is not completely the juice his, for this The guy. way his character, right, exactly. But is the way his character was, you're like, oh, okay, this guy's all about the action. Nope, he's only about the money. And then he shows up later and you're like, what is this guy about? What is no. his deal? He's William a Forsyth, wild card. William Forsyth also says, high school is Bullshit, man. <laughs> Which is like the best line in the whole movie. He's right. <laughs> yeah, He's I, fucking right. I completely agree with him here. After watching all three of these movies, I have to agree with him. <laughs> yeah. High school is bullshit. I'm at it. I'm going to my room. He walks up, runs upstairs, and slams the door. Does Tom Berenger tutor a student in this one? No, he does not, does he? <sighs> no, he just like bonds with them a little bit. <laughs> okay, no, because in, in the other he two, there's the a bonding. specific... Tom Berenger gets the bonding done so quick. Like, he wins them over so fast. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, his whole plan is he's going to go undercover as the substitute for uh, Diana for Minora. Minora. Yeah. And then they, they go in, they change the, use their mercenary special forces skills to, like, change his records. And it turns out that, like, they, they, over, they overshot. So they say, like, when he's talking to Ernie Hudson, he goes, like, so you went to Harvard and Yale and Princeton? <laughs> and Tom Berenger's like, uh, yeah, yep. 
Um, it's much smarter than I look. Uh, and then, also he, then he brings it up with like one of yeah, with yeah. like Luis Guzman, and he's like, and Luis Guzman's like, "What else am I supposed to do on short notice?" And he's like, "I, yeah. <laughs> I'd just say Harvard. I, just one. You just don't have to say three schools. Just one of them. It's pretty Hollywood easy. Upstairs Medical College <laughs> would have been fine. Who fucking cares? <laughs> uh, they also, yeah, and they put uh, cameras and stuff up all over the school. Yeah, they're like up until the very end, they're way ahead of the game, pretty much the whole way through. Like, right. they're always and and Tom Berenger oh. is one of those classic characters who's always the toughest and the smartest. And right. the nicest, there's and a, uh, the wisest. Before that, though, there's a funny scene because he won't do. He doesn't want to do drug deals. There's a funny scene before the whole his whole Diane Venora gets attacked. Oh yeah, and it comes back where he like is is at a meeting with a with this shitty uh, like yuppie drug dealer. It's the dad from. Uh um, oh, it's Cliff D. Young from Flight of the Navigator. Right, <laughs> Cliff D. Young. Yeah, what a weird, what a weird pull. <laughs> Good pull though. Flight of the that's Navigator. That's what I recognize him from because no, I watched that movie so much when I was a kid. God damn, he's that in kid. a bunch of stuff, but he's the dad from Flight of the Navigator. Kid in that movie sucks so much. Oh. Uh, Oh, really I got a, I got really a, I got a whole like two really, minute bit about that kid. He really is very bad. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole well, there's a whole thing about that kid. Yeah, look him up. If you're listening, we're sorry. Well, I'm we're, not doing the bit right now. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like, if, I mean, you know, sorry about your. This life, isn't the bit. Oh wow, you're gonna have to tell me about it. Um, but uh, yeah. uh, but he's there. But and then there's like uh, another mercenary guy there who looks like Michael Bay that's Janice. showing him that's showing him his uh, his sizzle reel. And it's actually pr- kind of funny because it's got yeah, that thing yeah. where it's like it looked like a TV repairman. You know, it's like he's got this thing where it's like the scrolling letters over the thing. It's like here's all the things he can do. He can do. Uh, well, you, do you have it written down? Uh, no, but his but the his name is John Janis, okay. and he's like the hotshot new generation of yeah. mercenaries. <laughs> yes, and, and and Tom Berenger's the old analog kind of mercenary, and he's like, better get yourself a scissor reel, no, old cause, man. Because he goes, they go like, now let's watch. Uh, he's like, now let's watch uh, his reel. He's like, I don't, I, I don't got no I don't fucking reel. I'm and then he doesn't want real mercenary. He doesn't want to do the de- the deal because it's drugs anyway. So that's sort of like where where they're at. Because and then that guy come that'll come back. That guy comes back later. Yeah, yeah. And actually a pretty funny scene at uh, High Life. Oh, and and in this, yes, at High Life, because Florida. And in this scene, uh, Tom Berenger, like, he starts to irritate Tom Berenger for whatever reason, and Tom Berenger slams him up against the wall, and he f- makes a farting sound. He shits yeah. his Which pants. it turns out, well, I thought it was just farting. And no, then it he turns out he, shit his, he did shit his pants. he's eating fiber. Yeah. And then apparently well, he's smoking all that oatmeal. And then apparently he told <laughs> yeah. people about it, because later on they're like, isn't that the guy that made you shit your pants? And it's like, you didn't have to tell anybody that he's... He's the only one in the room. No one yeah. else was there. And Tom Berenger doesn't seem like the type of guy this who's guy, like... This guy roughed me up so bad, uh, I shit my pants. spreading rumors I, I made this guy shit his pants. Anyway, spread it around. I'm gossipy. <laughs> I may not seem like it, but I really like to talk some shit on people. <laughs> I'm a gossip girl. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, whoa, anyways. whoa, whoa! So yeah, so so that so that guy. So now we've been introduced to John Janice and, anyway, that, and the Weasley pants shitting highlight. It's only guy. important because it comes back later. But also, I think that scene's funny, and I think that yeah. that guy looks like Michael Bay, which I also thought okay. was funny. That's fair enough. I mean, it was like pre Michael Bay being like right, yeah. I mean, you know, Michael Bay, but uh, and also like if you know, it's like the Michael Bay of mercenaries, of course, would have a fucking sizzle reel, yeah. right? You know. The hotshot new generation mercenaries. Uh, so, anyways, Berenger, we finally get to the whole point of this movie, and this is the stuff that's in the promo material and shit, where it's like, you want to see an old man, a cool old man, beat up a bunch of punk, fucking snotty punk kids? Of course you do. In the classroom, taking no shit from these little 
punk these fucking rotten kids these days. He ain't gonna. It's just self defense. Oh. And that's where we, that's where we finally get the good. And he he w- waits for a little bit because he shows up in class the first time and just sort of is like sizing him up and just being like, Meh. yeah. He's just like not responding to any of them. But at one point, it, I thought this was really funny, uh, where he's like, "All right, kids, what are you covered?" And someone goes, "The button on that ferret ass of yours." <laughs> Interesting choice. I had to go back and listen to it again. It's like the button on that ferret ass of yours. And, then, and the kids go, yeah! yeah and you're like, wait, no, don't we get that it. one. We all get it. We know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> they should be yelling at that kid, do better. Why does someone he have a goes, button on his He ass? goes, anybody Is know who, who won World War Two? And someone goes, your mom. Yeah. That's a great answer. That's, that's pretty good. And, and Tom Berenger should have been like, well, oh, you're, that's not, very nice. you're not too far off, actually. Deez you know, nuts? She's a super lady. My mom was very is very old. <laughs> she was one of the inglorious bastards. Yeah, the women actually did do a lot of the building when the men left for the war, so in a way, he's correct. You know, you're not entirely wrong. Are you kidding? <laughs> Rosie the Riveter at all. <clears throat> and... Uh, <laughs> But then and there's a, a student named Jerome who becomes, like, his buddy. Yeah, and right. At one point, Jerome kind of does, like, a really half-assed, uh, like, uh, Im- uh, improv rap? Uh, freestyle, thank you. Freestyle rap. Coat rack. <laughs> improv rap uh, in class. But it seems like he's going to do it for longer. He just does it for, like, one line. And then uh, and you're like, that's kind of disappointing. And then Tom Berenger goes, that's real special, Jerome. And that's the end of that scene. So we have to wait a little bit. Later on, there's a Jaws scene where all the all the... Kids in the class and Tom Berenger show off how they've been, where they've been shot. That's right. Yeah, good scene. It's like this movie's too damn long. Also, even though it is like relatively like leaner, it's like than an hour ones, just because it's like an action yeah. movie. But there is a lot of this stuff where it's like the all this all this ultimately meaningless bonding stuff right. with the students that you're supposed to like sort of care about. Then the movie ultimately does not give a shit about one way no, or another. Not at all. It's just uh, filler. It's just it just it's a lead to a scene later where someone's like, so you actually though like are kind of a teacher now, huh? And he's like, yeah, I kind of am friends with the kids or whatever. That's like fucking it. The end. Yeah. Uh, he right. meet, he also he's pretending not to be, uh, he's pretending to be someone else so that Diane Venora doesn't find out right that he's doing. She this. doesn't know about any of this. She right. doesn't know she anybody. She's slight, out with a, she she's gets out with slightly a mad knee. at him when she finds out. But anyway, so yeah, which, uh, I, which so, I found refreshing because I was like, if she gets really mad and stuff, this can be dumb. But she gets kind of mad and then it's kind of like, eh. She smears rice on his face. You know what? And then it's like, whatever. You know what? Not sure. Fuck, fucking kill all these. Just kill these. Kids. Kill all my students. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, he, he, he realizes at a certain point he's going to need to stay there longer than just the one day. So he's like, well, if I'm going to go back to that classroom, I'm going to fucking get these fucking kids in line. And that's where you get the classic scene where he goes back there and he's like, now it's time for the alpha male shit. And a kid like throws a, like throws a can in a kind of in his general direction. Then he like crinkles it up and uses his special forces ability to whip the can across <laughs> the room and hit him in the face. Yeah. Practically knocks him down. And all the kids are like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, and this is where you get his uh, the, the classic set. I'm in charge of this class. I'm the warrior chief. I'm the merciless god of anything that stirs in my universe. You fuck with me, and you will suffer my wrath. Cute. <laughs> and, and, and this works almost immediately. Yeah. Like, I think one other kid, like, runs up and is like, fuck you, Mr. Teacher. And then he just grabs him by the hand and, like, does a little, yeah, yeah. like, a wrist twist. And he's like, oh, no, mercy. And he's like, anybody I, else? And I believe like, that's Mark Antony whose hand he tries to break. I think it's Mark Antony. Because he, he sends these two kids to the nurse or whatever. Yeah. And then the principal comes and is like, there's a problem here. And he comes and the, teach, the kids are all listening intently because he's teaching so hardcore. Yeah. About how Vietnam. When the machine was- breaks down, we break down. <laughs> and I will not tolerate that from any of you. Ever. <laughs> 
You want to know about... <laughs> it's weird at the end of this when Willem Dafoe shit. gets killed. Y'all smoke this shit to escape from reality? I, I am reality. Shit. I am reality. <laughs> that there's the way it is and the way it ought to be. I gotta watch that again. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the ki- the kids immediately whips the kids into the shape because all the kids need is kids need to be beaten up. Sure, they need to be like shown who's boss for real. And so they're immediately like, "We like you now." And then he's like, sits on his desk and like, "Who wants to rap about Vietnam?" And they're like, "Anybody know why we were in Vietnam?" Communism. Like, he gets like the funny like kids are stupid thing, which is kind of which is true. Um, but anybody know where Vietnam is? Your mom. And then <laughs> <laughs> but the someone f- does go. It's, it's your in- ferret ass. <laughs> it's up yeah. your ferret. It's on the button on your ferret ass. But somebody does go. It's in Korea. And then that's where you get the he, like. He just he just hits that kid really hard. <laughs> hits him with the phone book. Yeah. Anybody else have a smart ass answer? He's got a sack of oranges. <laughs> Anybody who gets the wrong answer is gonna gonna hurt. This doesn't leave a bruise. <laughs> Complain all you like. Nobody gives a shit. You're in my world now. Don't believe you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> wait, wait, did you have, was there something else there? I don't know. Yeah, that's it. No, Korea. The end. Korea. Yeah, and, Vietnam and is not in Korea for those for those people listening. That I also wanted to point out that there's a a difference in tone uh, on the their stance on the on the Vietnam War between this and the third substitute movie. Yes. Where in this one it's like, you know, y'all want to know what we were doing in Vietnam? We were fighting communists successfully. It's it's kind of like the reactionary, uh, okay. this is a very you know conservative reactionary movie that would ordin- ordinarily irritate me, but it's so stupid that you can't really care. Um, and then by the time the third substitute comes around, they're still talking about Vietnam, and Treat Williams is like, we couldn't beat them because a, a superior force can never win against a motivated revolutionary force. And wow. he uses that as a pretense to beat up another student. So that's why then he sets traps and stuff. Yeah, so the oh, substitute okay. movies evolve on their st- yeah. <laughs> stance on They get Vietnam, more and more progressive. In case you were wondering. Um, so then he's a teacher. And then, well, but he's also still figuring out what's going on. Well, meanwhile, I have already figured out what is going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also... We the- see, actually, they, they, they show it pretty quick because they've got the whole school rigged up with cameras, and at a certain point, Ernie Hudson yeah, walks yeah. into the bathroom and then starts talking You don't to see what he's talking about at the, in that scene, but you like... The big reveal is when he kills Glenn Plummer. Yes. That's, that's the big reveal, but even before that, there's a scene where uh, they corner Tom Berenger in the library... And it's like Mark Anthony and some other guys, and like the security guys of the school. Yeah. Right. So you're kind of like, at that point, scene. you're kind of like, you're kind of like, uh, I think there's somebody in the school is in on this because these security guys are also here. And he keeps throwing guys out the window, and Ernie Hudson is calling in a weirdly, weirdly comic scene, calling nine one one. He's like, send a, send an ambulance. We got something. And then another okay, body drops. Okay, send two or whatever. You're yeah, like, yeah. What? Well, the, the, he's supposed to be. It's supposed to be Tom Berenger's body that's dropping, and then what? And then all of all of his uh, flunkies keep getting thrown out. He throws all of them out the window. Yeah, but it's yeah. just funny. The, the he like, throws the like tone, four or five kids out the window in it's, that scene. It's, supposed, the, it's like played for laughs. The tone he's on the phone with nine one one is yeah. really strange because he's like, "Oh, send an ambulance." <laughs> and you're like, "What? What Bef- movie is this?" All of a sudden, before he starts throwing him out the window, too, Tom Berenger is. It's in the library, and Tom Berenger goes, "It's time you boys started hitting the books," and then he whips books at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's great. This movie's great. And the librarian is about to shoot one of them, but then uh, Tom Berenger stops him from getting <laughs> shot. Uh, anyway, it's revealed. Well, it's not. I don't think Glenn Plummer is killed yet, but he's no. like, he's the one who acts. He's the one who tells Diane Venora that uh, Tom Berenger is substituting for is the is the substitute. 
because mm-hmm. he sees a picture of them and he's like, "Hey, wait, that's the same guy I know. That's Mr. Smith, not Mr. Shale." Mm-hmm. Mr. Shale, yeah, mm-hmm. Mr. Shale, and, which is uh, a rock. And she always calls him by his last name because that's Shale. His weird military thing or something. I guess. His name should have been Shale Hardman, but yeah. it's just like John Shale or <laughs> yeah, something right. like should that. Like, his first name should be Shale. It's yeah. his last name Shale, right? I'm Shale Hardman, and y'all Shale belong Frackman. to me now. Shale Killfucker. <laughs> Killfucker, Killfucker kill was right. You had a point. Get me, Killfucker. <laughs> Are you sure he's really hardcore? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's the hardest man we've got. Actually, it's just a name. He's really nice. <laughs> he's harder than Hardmanson. Uh, this is a, so. That, so there's a scene where they're kind of like going after the drug dealers, and this is outside of the school, and right. you see Mark Anthony meeting with like the cartels or whatever, and this is on the docks, and this is where you get the weirdest Forsyth scene in the whole movie mm-hmm. and it's like Luke Gu- Guzman's helping Tom Berenger out and then they like confront these guys this is wild how quickly this is tossed off because it's drug dealers and they're in their boat and Tom Berenger in in this movie is usually the kind of guy who will like knock you out and like do this do, do, oh right, the other right. guy is um is uh Tuco from uh, Breaking Bad that's who oh is he yeah 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 oh yeah uh, he's like remember his the main actor's guy name. it's Tuco he's from- got a little uh bun Yes, and he's he's like his he's like Tom Berenger's oh, main. Oh God, I can't, like his, I, I can't believe I forgot that I guy. Used, that's the, the whole time. The whole time I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, man, I recognize this guy from a hundred things, yes. and that's what it is. And I'm sorry, we have to go back even further because this is where he meets he meets with Tuco for the first time at the strip club, right. and it's Uzi night at the strip club, which means squirt Uzis, and they're squirting yeah. the Uzis at the te- at the teachers or yeah. the, the teachers. The strippers. They call you call them teachers. <laughs> They teach me how to have uh, a boner. Yeah, that we, guy's, uh, that guy's call, name is Raymond call, Cruz. Strippers are called Raymond teachers Cruz. in Yakima, where Travis is from. <laughs> it's a fucked up yeah. town. <laughs> it needs a Tom. It needs a Shale Hardman. I want to go to school. <laughs> we needed a, we, my school needed a Shale Skullfucker. The, o- the other guy, the black guy that's on his team is Richard Richard Brooks from. He's on Mothership Law and Order when it first started. That's oh, right. right. Okay. Huge. Uh, yeah, I recognize him too. Great right, cast. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, they're at the, they're at this docks. It's night. And uh, then Tom, ba- they just shoot these. They, they just shoot, shoot these. Yeah, Tom Berenger is kind of like beating up people, but then it cuts to the to uh, uh, Luis Guzman or uh, or Tuco or whoever, and he just shoots the guys on the boat. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I mean, they're okay. they're mercenaries. It's and now just kind of like the, wow. They've got the money. They've got the drugs. But then there's that big guy is yeah. there again, and he's about to shoot him, and then and then William Forsythe shows up and is like, ha ha, nope. And you're like, oh, he's a bad guy now? This and then he's like, strange. give me your gun. He's like, it's got to be a fair fight or whatever. And None then of that like, fucking ninja shit, Shale. So Tom Berenger fights the big guy and yeah. knocks him it's like knocks him down, but then the guy gets back up and he's like, And Forsyth great. keeps going like, I'm getting revenge. Yeah. And you're like, damn, I guess he what? turned I'm against getting, him. I'm getting revenge for you presenting a shitty job to That's me. That's literally, I believe, it. Or whatever. And then, he, and then he just shoots the guy a bunch and is like, ha-ha. Anyway... Uh, yeah. Let's do the high school thing now. He really is crazy. He's really a liability. Yeah, it's I mean, uh, uh, there's like a thin line between like the crazy jackass guy and then being like a true like you're fucking everything up. It's one of those And things- you're letting this guy fight beat me up. It's one of those things though where I was like this has just been poorly done by everybody because, like, I don't understand this character in any way. Like, it doesn't it doesn't feel like wild card to me. It feels like nobody knew what was going on, but he's reading the lines from the script, and someone said, like, sure, that's how he is. I don't know. Yeah. It was very weird. It's, it's really strange. Because you think, ooh, here's the turn where he's about, nope, he's, he's just on their team now. And then they get the whole team, and they're And gonna, then, he, like, after he shoots that guy, he goes, not so crazy after all, right? And you're like, no, that was really, really crazy. crazy. It's pretty crazy. What do you mean, not so crazy? You, you, you jeopardized the entire mission. <laughs> and then you killed that guy. 
Uh, then he throws the drugs in the water, and they're like, no, don't do that. We could have sold Only the those money, not the drugs. That's keep, the kind of guy I am. So they keep the money. Then there's a there's a good there's a good cut in the next scene where, like, after the bad guys are like, they killed Bull, and they're talking to uh, Ernie Hudson at home. <laughs> he killed the giggler. And they're, like, going to put the, they're going to put the, they're, like, the other guy who survived, they're going to put him in the fan of this fan boat. And then yeah. yes. uh, wait, right before you see it, cuts to his wife, like, uh, like with one of those, it's, like a, a mechanical it's an automated juicer. juicer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like juicing an orange, and she's like, "What's on? What's going on on the phone, honey?" Or good, whatever. Good stuff. What a picture. Uh, good stuff. I was. I love this movie. There's also a scene <laughs> a little later. It just. It kind of just keeps going. But there's a scene where. Uh, where Tom Berenger grabs some fucking throwing stars from like a <laughs> yeah a little like a little jar like a little, a little like a bowl of throwing stars that he has by his front door. It's also really and funny. then he never uses them. Uh, no, he 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 grabs he throwing a, stars and he grabs these little tiny know, knives know, and he does use the knives. I know, but I was bummed because like in the next scene you're like, oh man, okay, he's gonna throw right, throwing right. stars at these guys and he uses the little knife. But then I was like waiting for the scene where he goes and whips throwing stars at them and he never does. And I was so I have to I'm gonna have to knock a Judd off of this. I, <laughs> I have actually, to knock a full Judd for him picking up throwing stars and not, and using, not them. using them. That is pretty I'm bad. just saying. Like, I am in agreement with Kevin on this one. Like it's a, pretty bad. It's a whole bowl. It's literally a bowl of throwing stars. I'm like, oh fuck, throwing stars. Yeah. And then he doesn't use them. The little knife he uses. Uses, but bullshit. Like, come on. He should have used a little knife and then gone like... Whip, Bull- whip. Bullshit. It's also pretty funny <laughs> because it's kind of like they've kidnapped his girlfriend and whatever, and it's like, all right, no more Mr. Nice Guy. It's yeah, time. Yeah. And, and, and he grabs the throwing stars and the knives, and you're like, he's starting to like suit up. And then you're like, he's going to get a bunch of shit. And it's like, no, it was just the, thro- just the throwing stars and the knives, and now off he goes. Glenn, oh. And he puts his jacket on or whatever. And then there's the part... Before that, there's the part where uh, Glenn Plummer is staying late with another... With the student, with the student who is... A, has a baby. Yeah. But Tim, Tom Berenger doesn't tutor her in this, but he does have some heart-to-hearts with her. Yeah. Uh, so she's got a kid, and then they're like, let's go. Uh, Glenn Plummer's like, let's go. And they can't get out of the school because it's locked. He's like, that's weird. The school's locked. Uh, let's go downstairs. Well, there's an exit that way, and that's when they find out about the drug Yeah. There's the a drug operation. There's a drug operation in the basement of the high school. It's a whole fucking drug operation. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, uh, it is big. Before we get this, there's also really Glenn Plummer, kind of his character sort of be- being fully introduced into the movie where he goes up to Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger's already starting to straighten out uh, the students and shit yeah. like that. And, and Glenn Plummer's like, I like this. And he goes up to him and he's like, hey, shale skull fucker, I knew that I, I like what you're <laughs> doing and I want to help out in any way. And he goes, oh, yeah, well, uh, Ernie Hudson is the bad guy. And he's like, what? Fuck you. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it all, in the, over the course of like a minute. He's like, I want to help you. Never mind, Screw off! This is dumb. And then the next scene after that, the Eric next Hudson scene. kills him. <laughs> and then the next yeah. scene, he's like, "Whoa, shit! They're doing a lot of drugs out of I here." I guess he was. Uh, he's trying to escape by climbing a rope at some point. That yeah. one is that is really funny because like, they've got like, him cornered uh, in the gym and he just starts climbing the rope. I'm like, what's? Where's he going? I mean, that's what they say. They go, "Where are you going?" And you're like, "Yeah." And you're like, kind of like, "Where are you going?" And then, is this the last thing you want to do with your life? Is climb the rope in gym class? <laughs> yeah, seriously, that sounds awful. Makes me feel kind of funny. <laughs> So he gets killed, and then that's then the the girl, and and Jerome go to his go to Diane Venora's house. At this point, somehow they've figured out that he's with her or something. Yes, because they they end up kidnapping her, and that's when he grabs his throwing stars because she calls him on the phone, and it's some sort of the way she sounds. He's like, uh oh. He asks her where if forever. how's Wolfie doing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Wolfie's just fine, honey. Yeah. Your parents, your, your step parents are dead. Step parents are dead. <laughs> foster parents are dead. Step parents are dead. I'm gonna grab some throwing stars, but your, not use. Your them. principal's <laughs> a, your principal's a drug dealer. <laughs> 
Don't you know, climb the rope. You know, sometimes you don't use throwing stars, but like also maybe don't put them in the movie if you're not gonna fucking use them. Good point. We were in Vietnam to in Vietnam to fight communists. Full stop. With throwing stars. Throwing stars. <laughs> Didn't use them. Yeah. That's so, why we lost. So you get this scene where like all the bad guys are holding Diane Venora, Jerome, and the girl hostage, and then he shows up with a package. It's kind of funny how quickly this this now like, it's just an action movie. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, but he's got, he like, a package, a and he shoots one guy, and then they immediately, like, knock him out and, and knock him to the ground. It's like, well, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, some of that stuff was kind of felt, like, realistic to me because it is, like, that thing where you're like, I mean, if you were a mercenary, you wouldn't necessarily only be good. You'd be, like, you would have, you'd have, like, he's all, you know, he gets knocked down. He's like, okay, well, now I have to figure out how to get out of this or whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, and he's is old. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> he does. He's an old, old man, and, he's, and he looks older than he is. Oof. So then he... Wait, is, is uh, Mark Anthony at? He's here, yeah. Yeah. And then and some. He of was always here, Kevin. He was always here, in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's there, and then something happens. You were I there. Think somebody else. Uh, no, <laughs> is like a pizza guy show up, or am I thinking of something else? Well, no, no the, that's paparazzi. It's Chris Rock. Okay. <laughs> no, the, the the landlady or the neighbor or something. That's up, right. Like, what's going on? It's a lot of noise, and she's like, "Oh, it's uh, the TV's just loud or something," and that gives him the. Uh, opportunity to use his little his little ninja knife to stab the guy. Yeah. The gun falls out of that guy's hand. He like shoots one of the other guys. Mark Anthony gets away, right? Yeah. Mark Anthony gets away. And then uh, Jerome actually sh- ends up shooting one of the guys, and then he's sad about it because he didn't want to shoot people. Yeah, that's that thing. He's a good I think it would be nice. cool to do that. Are any of those other guys students? We're trying to figure out the body. I, I don't think I'm going to figure out the body count for substitute. I think that there's those, too much. I line. think some of those guys were students. Yeah, but it's also hard to tell because towards the end, it's like. You don't know which guys are just working with the drug dealers, and also then there's a whole bunch of mercen- just mercen- there's a whole team of mercenaries. Yes, it gets, that it aren't gets tough. I'm not going to be able to do, deliver a decisive body count on this one. Okay, uh, but there's but uh, Mark Mark Anthony gets killed, so at least one. Right. Uh, so this is the this is time for the final showdown, and which, this is like goes on they've, they've got their their team is going in against the the cartel has like a fucking army of like. 60 guys and, and yeah, with it's machine Mike, guns. It's Michael Bay and his, uh, and yeah. his gang. It's John Janice. John Janice. John Janice, the hotshot, new, newfangled, yeah. uh, digital era mercenary. Yeah. Right. And, it's and time. he shows up and they have a giant gunfight. Yeah, involving uh, rocket launchers, yep. uh, <laughs> machine guns, like a very high body count, explosions and shit like that. They, and, all, and all of everybody gets killed. Team gets killed everybody except gets for killed. Tuco. Yeah, Raymond Cruz survives. They blow up all the cocaine in the uh, boiler room, and mm-hmm. then and then you get people getting shot. So like the artistic beauty of like the red blood hitting the mm-hmm. white cocaine splattered all over the place. Very gorgeous, a gorgeous film. Yeah, a gorgeous film. Cinema. I put that on the box. <laughs> What's the "I'm sorry" line? God, I don't remember. Because remember he'd written like "I'm," I supposed to write "I'm sorry" a hundred times on the wall, but he spells it wrong yeah, every time. Yeah. So it says "I'm sorry," and then. Uh, there's some ah fuck because it's in the room when he kills the guy at the end. Yeah, I, I thought it was fuck. I can't remember. There is a part in during this like final scene where like a lot of people are getting killed and uh, just give you kind of an idea where uh, this movie's coming from. Uh, I think somebody gets hit with a school bus. Yeah, and then he and then <laughs> Tom Pertrus says to his one of his black friends, uh, and they said busing would never work. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking great. <laughs> that really happens. What a John what? Janice gets mowed down in front of a blackboard, and the blackboard like that's the, I'm crumbles sorry, behind yeah. him. Yeah. What's the uh, what happens to Mark Anthony? Uh, I guess he dies. I don't know. Nobody remembers. Does he get killed at the apartment in the <laughs> earlier hoping, scene? I was hoping you guys would remember. 
I really don't remember. I actually don't remember. That's so. I mean, weird. a lot. There's just a lot of generic violence and action happening in this for the last 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And like all the all like virtually all of Tom Berenger's friends get killed. Maybe he's the guy Jerome shoots in that scene. But yeah. I felt like he died in this last scene at some point. Anyway, whatever. Then there's a whole thing where he has to fight uh, Principal Ernie Hudson, mm-hmm. who who has been set up as like an actual tough guy too. Yes. So like it's gonna be a whole mano y mano thing. And this is where you get the conflict of their of their two kinds of moralities. Yeah. And Ernie Hudson's going like, "What are you doing this? Are you doing this for the money?" He's like, "Not about the money." And he goes, if it's not about the money, what else could there be? And he goes, I'd try to explain it to you, but there are some things that can't be taught. And then he kills him. He somehow. breaks his nose. <laughs> with the, it's, I mean, she does the, 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 you know, the. Oh yeah, the he breaks does his the, nose uh, into his brain thing. Yeah, push the nose, and then I think he goes into a trophy case. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Ir- irony? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. No, not, I not really. Know. I don't know. Guzman sacrifices himself because he's been shot, and then so the bad guys come at him, and he and he blows himself up with a grenade and takes out some people. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he takes out. Well, he takes out one guy. one guy. Forsyth <laughs> also gets killed somehow. Yeah. Everybody gets killed. He kills the main drug dealer guy, the main bad guy, Johnny Glades. Johnny Glades. Yes. Great name. Johnny Glades. Yeah. And then they, they, like the only two people left. This is a very high body count because like all of these mercenaries are dead. All the drug dealers. Yeah. Most of, of Tom Berenger's friends. And there's no cops showing up. No fire department or anything. The school's like on fire and and like there's been machine gun fire and stuff. Nobody sh- nobody's showing up at all. None of, the na- none of the neighbors are like outside going like, what the fuck's going on? And Tom Berenger and him just like walk off and they're cracking jokes. This is an absolute nightmare that has happened in this American <laughs> high school. Like just scores of dead bodies have stacked like cordwood in this high school. It nearly got blown up. And then they and it's just Tuco and Tom Berenger like walking out going like what are we going to do next? I don't know. They're joking with each other and then the credits roll. Yeah. Like, this right. is this is what and they, it, it goes on. I'm like, no more schools, man. No, he yeah. goes. He goes. What are we supposed to do now? And he's like, I don't know. You could teach PE. And then <laughs> Tuco goes, PE. What do I look retarded? Nice. And, and then and then Tom Berenger goes, you could teach math. And he goes, fuck that. Roll credits. Good point. And then they play a song, uh, I believe, written for this movie called "Miami Life" by a rapper named Raskas. Okay. Oh, Raskas. Yeah. And it's and it Your touches favorite. on some of the themes of the movie, i.e., school and violence and Miami. Wow. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole picture. Thank God yeah, it's, it's over. It's great. It's got nothing on its mind. <laughs> it sure doesn't. It pretend it like barely pretends to in the middle, but then it's not even it like even that sort of just feels like eh, it's not. It doesn't care. There's a part where um, Tom Berenger kills. This is after Tom Berenger and his friends kill all those drug dealers, and then they stuff them into a car, into a BMW, and, and so the, the so the other bad guys can see. And then they write "Dealer Special 95 BMW Fully Loaded" mm. on the windshield of that, just full of dead bodies. Nice. There's so many dead people in it. Cool stuff. Uh, I think yeah. I got all. I the feel good like they're lines. gonna try to. Somebody's gonna try to figure out what the hell happened at this high school. They're not going to be able really to find out who shit. did it because he's yeah. gone. He's, he's like a, a ghost. ghost. Yeah. If, and this is this is um, Glenn Plummer talking about uh, uh, I don't know Spit high school up. high Ernie school Hudson? politics or something no. like that. If Hannah had her way, we'd go back to the days where you could bludgeon a kid for looking at you cross-eyed. 
And I do believe there was a time when you could bludgeon a kid for looking at you cross-eyed. So I believe that still, we should go back to those I days. I believe this movie believes that we should go back to those days. Yeah. I think <laughs> it does a little. If this movie has it anything on its mind anything. at all, it believes that. Yes. Yeah. It's but the kind of movie I can't even believe that it has that it believes in that. It's the kind of movie that has technically has these reactionary politics, but if you like asked him like, "So, do you really believe this?" they'd be like, "What? What? No. No, I don't know. Maybe." But, uh, I just wanted to make a movie where there's a bunch of violence and Tom, Tom yeah. Berenger's beating up kids. And then he wanted to get that high lie court in there real quick. Yeah. <laughs> where he chases a guy through high, which I just think is a funny thing. And it always just makes me think of Mad Men. Uh, yeah. And just so it makes me think of Pete Campbell, the uh, one of the biggest wads ever on TV. Yeah. Talk about high lie, high lie. <laughs> He's throwing high lie balls at Tom Berenger. It almost funny. became America's number one sport. Yeah. It's yeah. very close. Uh, ratings. Three Judds. Mm. It's fun, but it's too fucking long. And you know what? I was kind of like, I got less enthusiastic talking about it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. It's a lot of fun. Once once it kicks over and there's some action at the end, that's when it really gets good. Because, you know, guys are getting shot, getting blown up, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm into that part. And, you know, Behringer's fun to watch. Um, I'm going to give it, what? No, no Douglases, right? Not one. I mean, there's a strip club. No, I'll give it one for the strip club. There is a scene where Tom Berenger is canoodling with his uh, girl, with his girlfriend Diane Venora, and she's got a cast on because she had her leg broken with a baseball bat, yeah. and she's like trying to scratch at the. Uh, uh, and he's like, "Let me help you scratch your leg under the cast." Yeah. And she's like, "You might need to start from the top." Ooh. And then they, uh, uh, it's certainly not worthy I, of yeah, any. Yeah, I don't think that counts. But yeah. it's like a sexy cast. Se- cast sexiness, and even the strip club scene is not like it's oh, just this, sort this, of in the it's, background. Oh, they, it's full of boobs, though. I'm gonna give it one Douglas Where? for the strip club. In the strip club, they're all naked. Yeah, and yeah, they're being sp- spritzed with, with woozy, water oozies. Yeah, one Douglas for the strip club. <sighs> and then I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten students right out the window. Yeah, <laughs> one after another, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it three and a half. I like I like this movie all the way through. I mean, it is t- obviously too long. This movie, this is a quintessential movie that needs to be eighty-five minutes mm-hmm. long. Yeah. This movie been eighty-five minutes long. Oh my god! Yeah, and I, but I just find it fun the whole way through, and it's got William. It's, it Forsyth thinks it's a little bit too much of a real movie. Well, at yeah. times, yeah. But then it doesn't, it doesn't follow through on any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which makes it, which is kind of better, but also like, well. Why even do that then? Yeah, yeah, but because yeah. it's disinterested in the, the things that it's nominally trying to do, that makes it more amusing to me. How like how fast he wins over the classroom and stuff. Right. They're like, look, we don't have time to fuck around this. We need to get to the rocket launchers and shit like that. <laughs> so like, they just like him, okay? They like him fast. They wanted to get beaten up. They like him now. Uh, I'm gonna give it two Douglases because there is a whole scene in a strip club with a bunch of naked ladies that are being spritzed with water oozies. I mean, boobs. But it's just it. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't know. It's for 10-year-olds. <laughs> it's for 10 absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the Beverly Hills cop scenes where they're like, strip club. Yeah. We're going to go to strip club. Those yeah. seem dirtier, though, even. <laughs> I don't know. This just seemed like, there they are. It's Uzi night. Background. I know, I know, yeah. And I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 water Uzis. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm going to give it three. Bordering on two and a half, but I'll go three. I enjoyed it. It was fine. It's too damn long. Uh, I felt it at the end. Honestly, during the action scene at the end, I wish that the action scene was more interesting. Yeah. Like that there were traps or something like where they're like, we set up a whole thing because at the end it's just sort of like, and now these guys, guys are walking here other. and they shoot him. And now like, this guy and gets shot. And, they're and in now the this guy boiler gets room, shot. And now they're in a fucking boiler Always room. Always in boiler room. Like, okay. And now when it gets to the fight at the end, you're just like, just fucking kill him or shoot him or 
yeah. win or whatever so yeah. we can stop watching this. All your guys are dead pretty much, so <laughs> who everyone's fucking who fucking everyone's cares? dead. Uh, so many people died. But it's fine. It's it's you know, it relatively breezy compared to the other ones. Oh boy. And uh so that's why it's getting a higher score from me. Is sort of based on the, what it's surrounded by. Uh, and I, get, I mean, I'm only gonna give it one. I just that strip club scene just didn't. I don't. It, it barely registered with me. I like. Um, I actually almost <laughs> forgot that there was a strip club scene in it, which is not a great sign. But it's you know, water oozies. Okay, so one Douglas. It got me so hot. It got. I mean, it really worked on Travis. <laughs> well, I mean, well, Travis doesn't have much to live. I, so I tugged fun. at all my. Those, I tugged at my collar. All those I teachers at your collar. That was what you tugged on. <laughs> All those, all those, that's what they call it in Yakima. Oh, okay. That's what we, that's how we say jerk it off. All those, uh, tugged on my collar. collar. Did you, did you see those teachers getting squirted by Uzis? I was totally tugging my collar. (laughs) That was a real collar tugger there. (laughs) Uh, Uh, That's the thing now. We got to do that. That's the thing now. (laughs) I don't make the rules. I'm going to give it, and I'm going to give it, uh, uh, 10 out of 10 unused. Thank stars. you. I was going to be mad fucking, at you if you didn't do that. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. I thought of that one, and I was like, Kev's got to do it, so I didn't steal uh, it from I him. I didn't whip those throwing stars in the guy. I, I was just, too busy talking br- my collar. Look, I brought him. I brought him as a security blanket a secu- <laughs> sort of thing. I just, I just, I just like just, to have them. I like to have they were, the throwing They were stars. emotional security throwing <laughs> stars. I'm sorry if you thought I was going to use them. <laughs> They're actually really impractical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are, but it would... But don't bring them I mean, with really, you. Really, how often do you need to cut a watermelon at a distance? <laughs> <laughs> Once a week, maybe. Maybe. At most. All right. Let's All right. let's move on to one well, of the worst movies we've covered <laughs> in a very long time. Wow, I see, think that this in was a very w- long time. Give me a break. I think this was as bad, if not worse, than any of the ones we did that's for not, the last. But that's episode. not a very long time. That was two episodes ago. You know what? I didn't hate any of those movies as much as I hate this. Oh wow! I wow! Hated, well, I, I, I it abs- is a it is a movie worthy of contempt. I absolutely hated. Uh, all, well, let's see. What was the first one? Mad Prince, the, I didn't, oh, time and to the, kill. The, 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 I hated Life of David Gale the most. That's right. The last episode actually, I liked all three. Of those. I hated. I hated Time <laughs> to Kill the most, but it's close because I think this is worse than all three. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It, I is, like, it is a truly uh, inexplicable, embarrassing, and contempt-worthy movie. Yeah, but it's I also did, I, I, it was kind of fun to watch. It's a movie that's like oh, it's a movie so that bored. is so out of like the, that is like bafflingly cynical. Like that is yes. so like that is in a way that's just like yuck. What are you? What is your? What is your end game here? You know what I mean? Like I it's, mean, it's as Travis texted me. It's falling down in a high school. Is literally bit, yeah. that, that had to be the pitch. I mean, falling down into high school. Yeah, we have to save the final line for the for the end too, because I one hundred percent hit the. Oh, you mean the I, tag? I really at the don't end. think the tag at the end yes. needs to be saved. We really have to save that to the end because yeah. it hits like a ton of bricks, not in the way that it's expected. No. Uh, this movie is trying. This is one of those movies that is trying to be disturbing and show like how fucked up the world is, and instead of saying that, it's saying like something about the people who made it. Yes. Yeah. Where yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. The world is fucked up, sure, but watching this movie, all I yeah. know is that you people are fucked up. You yeah, are yeah. disgusting people yeah. who Absolutely. are weird and troubled. And you ne- this is like, uh, what's that meme? Like, men would rather make a movie starring Sam go to Jackson and go to therapy. Yeah. Oh, right. For sure. Absolutely. This well, is like people working through I, their icky feelings rather than an, a thing about anything. At the very least, I, I, I will offer that Sam Jackson is very was, good in the that movie. That was what I was going to sure. say. Is I, I, he's like, you know, he's one of those actors. He's it's one of he's one of those actors who's in so many movies, and this is one of them where you're mm. like, where you're like, well, you know, Sam Jackson has always given it. He's always given it is all, and he's just a good. He's such a good actor that yeah. you're like, I wish the movie was better. Yeah. You know, I would. I mean, a movie about. Sam Jackson as this character that had anything actually interesting to say that wasn't had, just a had reaction- a fucking thought in its head Th- that wasn't just yeah that wasn't just a reactionary uh, slog yes uh, 
would would be I'd be like interested in it's that. Like, why don't you just same make a character? movie about how Sam Jackson is in this research facility with these hyper intelligent <laughs> sharks? Oh yes. I mean, then you got a movie. Maybe maybe once in the past in a mountain climbing expedition. Yeah, yeah. Ate like people it wing. went bad and they like we don't know what happened, but yeah. they had he survived and he's you know you got to do what you got to do. What yeah. year is this from? 97. 97. Wow, the, you year, the year I graduated from high school. Possibly all of us. Me too. And, no, uh, I graduated also, in 95. But yeah. also, uh, Sam Jackson uh, was in Eve's Bayou, which I just rewatched That's right. in 97, which is, which is an awesome performance, and Jackie Brown. It's yeah. And this movie. It's right between two of his greatest accomplishments. Amazing. Just yep. right in that, just in that, in that same year. Like two of my two of my favorite Sam Jackson performances, and then this movie where he's good, but you're like this movie doesn't deserve but Sam Jackson. He's good, but he shouldn't have done this movie. When a continuing state of defiance and disorder cannot be checked by the rules, then new and sometimes drastic rules must be forged to maintain order. The alternative is anarchy. <laughs> You ever sub here before? No. Roosevelt Whitney High. Roosevelt Whitney, isn't that where that teacher got stabbed to death last year? Actually, he survived. Anyone who disrupts a class is subject to disciplinary action. And hey, Jay, see this? See, I'm already on house arrest, Holmes. There's nothing more you can do to me. <laughs> we put our teachers on the front line. You ain't no real teacher, fool. You're nothing but a sub, I say. I am a real teacher. Don't be disrespecting my homeboy Benny. I don't like it, and he don't like you. But we're losing the battle. Well, I mean, I nobody should have. I done understand this movie. that this Sam Jackson just does movies. You do he's the job. Wor- he's a worker. You do you know? yes. You do the I, job which I respect. Which way, but I respect. It's, read the script, and I don't know. I also, just, I just like, he's a guy I always like, so I'm always happy to see him in a movie. So it's gonna be like better than it would have been because he's there. You know, he's not like Travolta or somebody where you're like. This guy could be. This could, this guy is probably going to go be very way. bad in this movie. He <laughs> I, might be good, I would but also probably like not. To point out that before we get started, though, if you want to watch a actually thorny, possibly reactionary movie with Samuel L. Jackson, well, you should watch a movie we've covered previously on the show called Lakeview Terrace. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a real Lakeview Terrace type of thing where it's like trying to say something. But I think that one's. But I think that one is more well, successful. But I, but I think that one is more interesting. Yeah, and like. And is actually, I mean, whether or not it actually successfully says everything it wants to, that one's a better movie. One hundred percent. I didn't, one, I didn't like that movie, but, but this yeah, movie it's... has a pretty sterling reputation amongst people of our age. Like, I think it's fondly looked back on as something that was good at the time. One eight seven. Yes. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know it had any. I've mentioned it to several people over the course of the last week or so when we decided we were going to do this episode. I say, "Oh, I got to watch one eight seven And to a person, they're like, "I love that movie." Well, they might have seen it in theater just at a wrong, the right age or wrong age, as as it were, because it's like not. It's like real. It's a real cynical slog. It's, it's a real. It's dark, boring and it's stupid bleak, and bleak, cynical. But it's yes. a bleak slog. It's like one of those movies that's like, like where it's like setting up the straw man argument in yeah. your in your head. You know, it doesn't <clears throat> seem to take place in any recognizable. Yeah. Also, for a great deal of its runtime, materially nothing takes place. Well, and it's also just shot in such a way that's like yeah. claustrophobic and like. Depressing or whatever. Oh wait! Also, it's racist. Not to, not to bring up. They're the, all also, it's super racist. Not to bring yes. up like uh, season four of The Wire or The Wire again or something, because you know, obviously, you shouldn't necessarily compare something. But I kept thinking of that while I was watching these movies, and right. and it, it just you just go like, 
you, there's a way to do a, there's a way to do this type of story where it does have some humor or humanity or whatever too, and isn't just like miserable yeah. to watch for. Fucking it's also two it's hours. also clear that the point of view of all three of these movies is that like the schools, the students, the you know are are un, unredeemable. There's like right. we should give up. There's nothing anybody can do about this. This it's, one for sure. This one for sure. The yeah. whole point is that it's just it's all fucked up. Yeah, that's what they're trying to say. It's that's it. That's what yeah. the ending, why would you ever? What's the point of saying that? Yeah. I don't like, get it. This movie, I might not. It's all fucked up. It's I fucking might, fucked. I might not hate this movie. I mean, I don't hate this. I don't think, but I might. I I might like. I wouldn't dislike it as much if it weren't for that ending, which is which is just asinine. Ooh. Which is just like fucking like crazy yeah. and troubling. And, not not and in the way that yeah. it's telegraphed. Way, it's troubling but, and not the way that it's intended. But trouble. But yeah, that's the thing. T- troubling in a way that's like, what are you like? It's this like that way. You're like, what are you trying to say, person who wrote and made this yeah. movie? This you doesn't know? make me worried about this. The kids. This makes me worried about the people that made this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and the people who think this way. Well, the movie takes place in a movie version of the world, so it doesn't like. I don't think it reflects anything. It's even it more post apocalyptic than the principal. I mean, it's like yeah. A horrible, oh, yeah. and this is the only place. the only one of the three that truly thinks that it's like about something. Too. Uh-huh, yeah. Like yeah. the principal is half-assed about it. Substitute doesn't give a fuck, even I, though yeah. it makes, right. makes little tiny feints at being. But this one is like, no, we're saying we some shit. Something. This is a movie. This is Kevin Reynolds, ah, uh, the director of Robin Kevin Hood, Reynolds. Prince of Thieves, and Waterworld, <laughs> and, and Fandango. I do enjoy Waterworld. Kevin Costner's former friend, Kevin yeah. Reynolds. Who knows what happened I do to like him? Like Fandango. Uh, they used. To, I really like buying my movie, my movie tickets from them. Oh no, you're talking about the 1976 Live ZZ Top record Fandango. <laughs> no, no, I was talking about the online movie. I'm, I'm purchasing movie tickets from them right now. Okay. I'm not even going to use these tickets. I'm just buying. I just like buying tickets from Fandango. Oh, oh okay. Fandango.com. Send us some money. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 Fandango and, and that really is a good. Sends us 150 dollars. Right. I mean, that was a. That's our. There's our advertising. But <laughs> give us, give us some money. That ZZ Top record is really good, though. Is it? What's on there? It's live, so it's before their 80s hits. It's from 1976, no. so it doesn't have, like, Sharp Dress Man. They, they hadn't written that song yet. Well, what songs are on there? <clears throat> Probably nothing you'd know about. Smart oh, guy. okay, I see how it is. Just a quick di- digression <laughs> since we're talking about Matt and ZZ Top. One of my <laughs> most treasured memories of Matt is years and years. I mean, you can te- you can nail it down to what year it would have been because it was when Guitar Hero came out. Oh, yeah. And I was not playing video games at this time. I was only vaguely aware of Guitar Hero and how it worked. And uh, and I went over to Matt's house at one point. I think we were all going to watch Lost. Yeah. So you know, was, we were playing some Guitar Hero. And maybe? I went upstairs and I heard the the sounds of ZZ Top's She's Got Legs. No, it's Sharp Dressed Man. Or was Sharp Dressed Man. Yeah. And I... And, uh, <laughs> And without, there I am. Without any warning, just Matt, like, bopping around, <laughs> playing his fucking guitar to, she, to, uh, to Sharp Dress Man. Sharp Dress Man. I was fully nude. He was butt naked. No. No. He was, he was um, tugging his... I was tugging my collar. It's amazing that you can can jerk off and play Guitar Hero at the same time. No, but it's almost more shocking that you were just playing Guitar Hero, just jamming at the guitar. I loved that game. I I know. I lived with you, I think, for a bit when you had that game. Yes. Great game. I did buy that game (laughs) later. Not not immediately afterwards, but a little bit. So you had to... You had to deal with what you saw yeah. before you could. I but had, then you were, were kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's great because I hadn't known Matt all that long. And, yeah. and, and, and oftentimes Matt is, you know, as you might imagine, a bit of a cranky, yes. cranky guy. Yeah. And then he's just dancing to a ZZ Top song. Yeah, man. His toy guitar. Great, great game. It was very endearing. Great but game. I toy thought guitar. it was funny. That's the real me. <laughs> that is the real you. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, one eight seven though. Not endearing. Okay, no. so this movie starts. Sam Jackson is a teacher in a high school. 
And he. Uh, oh, we're, we we, and we don't York. know it, but we are starting in essentially a flashback sequence, and we are te- yes. we are telegraphed this by the most god awful palette uh, filters that they are yes. using, and all the weird seen. soft focus photography that's in this. It's just it's like, but it's this looks blue, like shit. blue gray shit, and you're like, if this movie is going to look like this the whole way through, I'm going to turn no, it then off. It, then it shifts to this piss yellow for yeah. the rest of the movie. <laughs> I think it's better at least. This is blue, it? this I don't I know. Guess. It, oh, it's it, it turns Kevin Reynolds it, is directing the shit out of like, it in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it really it's, it's really busy it's and really stylish. Trying. It's really trying stylistically to like also like say something. Oh, yeah, but it's, 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 it's embarrassing. Even, it's even got this really long scene where Sam Jackson is talking to the lady teacher that he has like kind of a romance with yeah. and it's doing the long spin around the table. God, it sucks. <sighs> Fucking weird. Uh, but this stuff is all in blue, and you, the opening shot is him riding his bike across, like from. It's the opening credits is like three minutes of his riding his fucking bike, and I'm already mad. I'm yeah. just like, I don't, I just start the fucking movie, please. He's doing all these crazy shots with like lo- cameras locked onto his, and you're it's like, oh York no, City. and it's New York City. That's why it's so, blue. So that's why it's blue. I think that's true, though. I mean, it's, I mean, it is because then we, we moved to <laughs> California, and it's not, it's. Piss yellow, and he gets to like a he- California, and he gets to a hellish classroom where the kids are being hellish, and he's like, "I'm gonna try to teach you guys," and then he like, and then they're like, "No," <laughs> or whatever, and then he opens up his textbook, and the the number one eight seven is written all over his books, and he goes and he complains to his to the principal like, "They're he's trying like, to kill me." One eight seven means homicide. They're, they I know, wanna, and they it, the principal is also it's Richard Real. It's jump to conclusions, jump to conclusions, Matt guy, Matt guy. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, there's nothing we can do about it." Yeah. If we try know, to, if and this happens, this, this prank, movie is a real. There's nothing we can do about it. The, the, kids, the kids have too many rights. The, yeah. the kids have too many rights. The Star Chamber, classic. The justice mm-hmm. system is pr- here to protect the criminals, and punish the victims. And and they, they con- and in this movie, about six or seven times they bring up like the students will sue us if we try to yeah. like give them bad grades or do anything to like <laughs> get them in line. And basically, Sam Jackson thinks that this kid wants to kill him. A because he wrote one eight seven all over his textbook, but he th- wants to kill him. The motive is that this kid's a transfer student from another school. Yes. So he wants to go back to that school, but uh, if he fails Sam Jackson's class, he'll get he'll have to be he'll have to stay at the at Sam Jackson's school. And uh, Sam Jackson is going to fail him. Opportunity transfer, they call it. Right. Uh, OT, and that comes up in substitute, too. And then, so, then, then, you know, he goes to the administration. The administration won't do anything. Lo and behold, this dude fucking shanks him with a really good homemade homemade shiv, which is just a wood block with a goddamn fucking nail in it, and he just, like, shanks him repeatedly. And it's important to point out that this dude... Is Method Man. Yes, that's true. It is Method Man. <laughs> it literally is Method Man. It is Method Man. In 1997, yeah. uh, already very, very famous. Yeah. Uh, this is the same year that Wu-Tang Forever came out. He does not speak a line in this movie. It's a cameo No, in where, fact, he stabs, the, where he stabs Samuel L. Jackson 70 times. The first, the person I was watching this with, we were both like, is that Method Man? <laughs> and then when he didn't show up again for a little while, we were like, it couldn't have been Method Man. But then we looked up something else, and it was like, holy shit, that was indeed him. You'll see him sometimes too in like PTSD flashbacks that Sam Jackson has. You're like, ah, oh, Method Man. Yeah. Ah! I still, I have those too. Mr. But... Meth, Hot Nicks. Johnny <laughs> <laughs> Blaze. Have those. Yeah. Uh, Method Man. And there's also somebody, I forgot the point. Well, there's no point to point it out. In, but in the substitute, somebody is wearing a Method Man t shirt mm-hmm. at one point. But unfortunately, Principal is 1987, so no, me- no Method no Man. No Method Man, yeah. He would have been a teenager or something. Still awesome. I bet he was really talented even as a teenager. But he was 26 yeah. when they made this, so pretty old to be a student. But like clearly, like uh, clearly an intentional, very strange cameo. Yeah. I don't know. And anyway, uh, so Sam, and then Sam, like cut to 18 months later. Yes. And Sam Jackson is now living in California mm-hmm. in a really big house. 
Lives in a nice big house. Yeah, and he gets called in to sub. The, col- the colors have changed, as you pointed now out. Now they're p- now everything's piss yellow. Piss yellow. <laughs> Yellows and oranges. Yeah, because uh, California. And he gets called in to sub to sub. Uh, what a science class because he's a science teacher at uh, at this uh, at this what Roosevelt Whitney High is that what it's called? No, yeah. Roosevelt Whitney has where he came from. Yes. Anyway, uh, at this at this Robert Evans High School. Robert Evans, like a pussy soaked in apple juice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So he goes to to show up at his first class, and uh, goes to the, he even goes to the wrong room. There's a, there's a really shitty joke where he like and he ends up in the wrong room. He starts trying to teach science, and they're all all the students are giving him a hard time. And then John Hurd shows up. Fucking John Hurd. John Hurd. He's like, you're in the wrong classroom. This is my classroom, buddy. Didn't you see all the presidents on the walls? Well, that, this is American history. That also sets up because he's he didn't because he's looking around the classroom and it's all like blurry because he's like can't focus. Yeah, because he's having he's PTSD. So, he's so fucked up. He's they do that a lot. He's having the, serious cla- PTSD. There's a class of scary students and they're all completely out of focus because because yeah. Kevin Reynolds is really trying yeah. in this for some. I mean, he's got PTSD from from getting shanked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Which you would. and then it's fun. There's a really funny gag though where he, he's like, your bungalow is out there, and he looks through the window and you can see they're just, just garbage they're, no they're just throwing yeah. shit out the door stuff yeah. is flying out the door <laughs> it's like it's like fucking jawas are sorting through the classroom and everybody laughs at him like ha 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 you have to teach yeah. over there assholes he really sam jackson's really got to get another job yeah i mean that's really the only way that this just maybe played be out like practically. sign up for doordash or something yeah man. Like, it doesn't pay that much i don't know we have a friend who makes a lot of no, money no i doing mean that. being a teacher doesn't oh. pay that much <laughs> yeah. just, just and, don't in a couple points in this movie people go like you gotta just keep getting your paycheck don't you and it's yeah. like i don't think it's much of a paycheck uh, he's a substitute i mean at some point he like you know He's doing it's a pride thing, or he wants to, you know. Yeah, like, he's you know. religious too. You see him praying and saying oh, that like God chose him to do this. Also, I forgot to mention that when when he's trying to write on the cl- on the chalkboard at, in this classroom, uh, the, the 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 wrong classroom, he's like he breaks the chalk and he's like, where does the teacher keep the chalk? In the desk drawer, and he looks in the drawer. He can't find the chalk, but there is a handgun in there. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, What a nightmare. Later, yeah. yeah, John Hurd plays a very gross character. A really gross dude. You know who John Hurd is in this? And I I came to the. You find this out later. John Hurd is that not neo Nazi guy that Michael Douglas talks to in Falling Down. Who's like, I like what bit, you're doing, yeah, yeah. and oh, we're oh, actually oh. the same, you and I. The Frederick Forrest character? Yes. Yeah. Once he fo- you, and, you and me, we're the same. We're not the same. You know, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. Well, once That's he John Hurd. finds out who he was. That's that a un- fun scene. Uncomfortable scene where he's like talking. About, then there was this teacher like a uh, a year ago or something, right? That got stabbed like a million times and it the definitely died, died. Definitely died, and then he didn't he die. Keeps about he didn't die. Oh yeah, no, he died. How do you know he didn't, <laughs> he didn't die? die? And she's like, "That's him." She, no, he, he. She doesn't say anything. He just goes, "Wait, it's you, isn't it?" Oh yeah, he goes, "It's you." Holy shit! I'm talking to a guy with a purple heart here. Yeah. <laughs> Which is how this movie treats. The movie is is like presenting teaching as if it as combat as if it's combat it's a like, war zone yeah so it's that's like that's like that's a joke line a little bit from the john hurd character but that is also seemingly this that movie's is the attitude. point of view i don't think this movie well if it means to be critical of any of this it's not successfully doing that mm-hmm. no 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 I, no it, yeah. no it's not no, it, it feels like it's saying like this is how it is yeah like and it's sort of like look the school system is fucked up in this country they're are bad schools, you know, like that that stuff. Ha- but it's like, don't don't tell us, don't give us this fucking horse shit. It's don't bullshit. give us this falling down shit. Yeah. <laughs> but people also liked falling down. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? So there's two main <laughs> there's two main bad guy students in this movie, and Clifton one, Collins Jr. Clifton who Collins. I love under the name Clifton Gonzalez Gonzalez. Yeah. Yes. Weird. Before he changed his name. Yeah. 
and it's Clifton, Co- but uh, yeah, and he's and he's playing a, a a student who's definitely bad and troubled, but more more kind of like maybe he can be reached. Or so he's he's tr- he's been through some sort of suffered some sort of trauma, so there might be yeah. a reason. But he is a, a real shit. And then there's a, 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 stu- a student named Benny who's barely in class and is like a murderer yeah. and just is like the full on bad guy. Yeah, and he disappears at a certain point, yeah. pretty early in the uh, movie. Yeah, and then he's. Yeah, and then he's fa- they, they'll, then the next time you see him, he's like found dead. I thought the implication yeah. was that Sam Jackson murdered him off camera. That's right. No, but I mean, but I mean, the, he's not in the movie for right. a long period, and then he's found dead, and then I'm I'm going like, who's that guy? Wait, he's kind of introduced. He, and I know as he was like, killed off camera, but yeah. he's also like he's introduced as like the heavy. Yeah. Does isn't it's in also, mo- isn't in most of the movie, and then is just dead, and you're supposed to be like, and it was literally took me a minute to go like. What? Well, it's also vaguely huh? confusing because he's introduced killing that kid who's tagging. Yeah. And they kill him in roughly a similar location to where Benny's body turns up later. So yeah. when they show Benny's body, I'm like, wait, was that him or was yeah. that the kid? Yep. What's going on? It's very confusing. It's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's bad. That's a that, 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 that's <laughs> just a bad job because I can't see what reason there would be that be to, for you to confuse and they're, the two. They're in, anyway, they're in you, a no, gang yeah. called KOS, which <laughs> stands for what? Knocking off suckers? Ca- capping off Capping suckers. off suckers. Okay. Right. Okay. Capping off suckers. Uh, and uh, they don't they don't like Samuel L. Jackson at all. Right Sam, away. Sam Jackson isn't trying nearly as hard as Belushi. He's not like showing up and going like, "All right, everybody." No. Yeah, and like he's he's but he's he, just trying to teach. He's just trying to teach, but he's not like a like let's start in whipping re- cans at students yeah. and like busting heads and in, stuff. In that regard, it's more realistic because he's not like. I'm trying to. He, he, I'm he, trying to these motherfucking students. He does like in t- this motherfucking school. Exactly. He does take like a, a student under his wing in this yeah. and stuff, and he is trying. But it's not like he's not like I'm. I'm here to make a fucking difference and change the school or whatever. He's literally he's just trying just to get trying by, to, trying to teach. And, Besides, if and he ever did monsters, try to like whip a can at one of these kids, this they, they would sue him. They would sue yeah. him. And the justice system would would fold like they they'd award this they'd get millions of dollars from the school. Yeah, yeah. you can't do anything. He even to accuses these kids. one of them of stealing a watch, and they're like, no, nope. you know they sue they you could sue him for that. You can't accuse a kid of stealing your watch. You're gonna go to jail. Well, she definitely there, did. There is there is a thing in that where they're like, uh, you know, without this without a certain amount of PC, like you can't get a, you can't lo- search his locker, and I'm like. Uh, what? Because <laughs> I can't tell you how many random locker searches I was subjected to in high school. And in fact, there's a Supreme Court uh, verdict that says you, there's no reasonable expectation of privacy in a public school. Yes. You can do fucking whatever you want to these kids. Famously. Yeah. It's, it's this a is a movie made by uh, some people who don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Which well, is surprising because we yeah, find it when we well, find we, out who well, wrote we find it. At the end, but yeah. we're not going to say it. Yeah. 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 But anyway, but, it, but it's one of the but like it, like with if this kind of shit happens in the substitute, I don't care. It's a movie that doesn't give a fuck about. But this movie right. pertains to care. This about is what its, it's entire about, project, and then it's lying. It's 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 trying to get us mad about stuff that's not yeah. that's a fake. Exactly. Yeah. That's then that's fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, it, it, but for like this for like a whole period it's, uh, of this movie before it starts in my mind it starts to get kind of fun and interesting for a brief little period of time. It's like it's um, like almost 2 hours long and it's a good solid hour before anything starts to roll. Yeah. I mean, it's like this drama about this guy and his PTSD and he kind of starts a romance with the with the nice lady With the teacher, nice white lady teacher, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and I mean, all that stuff I don't Is she I, wearing know, a I wig? Uh, I don't think so. Couldn't tell. I don't hate Couldn't any say. of that stuff, but it's just like I mean, you know, I it's if the movie actually had anything in its mind except going like, isn't this fucking like you? You see the writing on the wall from the beginning. You see yeah. where it's going, and it's just like, so I'm gonna have to sit here for two hours while you like yell at me. 
it's about it, how bad it reminded stuff me of, is. It reminded me of Joker. Yeah, yeah. A lot like Joker where it's just like, oh, fuck off. By and the way, a beloved movie for some fucking ridiculous reason. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. like Falling, we, falling Down, also a well, beloved yeah. movie. Pe- <laughs> Joker. People like reactionary God, shit. I love that guy too, and that's like his worst performance. He wins by the a, Oscar by for, a of country course. mile. Of course, Jesus. they're like, yeah, for Joaquin Phoenix, let's give him the award for this one. I don't know. I still, haven't, I still haven't watched it. It's, it's it sucks. Good. It's not good. <laughs> anyway, I'm not tempted to. Well, maybe we'll do it on the Patreon. Oh, oh no. I'd watch it. I'd watch it for the Patreon oh, for sure. All right. God damn it. <laughs> well, well, maybe. We didn't make maybe. Any maybe. Yet. No, I know. I know. I, I still want to do the poll thing for the Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Joker's gonna win now. Yeah. Right. Uh, any case, back to 187. Yeah, so, okay, so... It's, there's so it's a, there's this, this terrible scene where, because uh, he's taking this young lady student under his wing, he wants to tutor her. Oh, God, this and he is takes her. Up. First of all, he takes her to his house to tutor her, which, step one, he shouldn't don't do, do Although that. Although the movie does point he that does out. He does kind of get in trouble for like, it. So the movie isn't like... Right, but I mean, you know... It's not like hindsight should be twenty twenty here. Like, just yeah. don't do that. And this actress was also in like Lean on Me and a mm-hmm. couple other. <laughs> couple was she? Of, yeah, she played oh, a wow. troubled student in several of these. Well, she's like introduced movies. in like being in this like shed, and these guys are running away, and being like that she's been you know having sex with all these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's the she is slut shamed throughout the movie, but she's also potentially does a, she have she a kid? potentially smart? She I ha- think it's implied that she does. Or did they? Because there's a few, there's there's also the other a few student outside the school like parent things yeah. in this. And there's also this the the other student who has the fake baby for for her home act right. class. Right. Right. Uh, which she is always just like carrying by the neck and stuff. It's really funny, uh, <laughs> but in th- but this scene is where we start to get uh, we get a little Douglas. Uh, also, be- before before yeah. we push into this ridiculous scene, uh, I do want I do want to point out not not only is the movie just ra- just racist like because it's written that way. Yes, but like these poor actors who are just like from like it's it's like they've just been stereotyped into these roles. Yeah, like Clifton Collins, the, this young lady, like they're it's just like they could not be more stereotyped. And that's what. Well, that's, that's just, what I mean. Travis is pointing out she's in like other right, movies yeah, exactly. like this, and it's just like it's like, like these are the roles that are available to these. Poor would you actors. like to play that character in a different movie? Yeah, you're right. Clifton Collins. Ten did, years later, did yeah. get to play one of the killers from In Cold Blood. Yeah. Well, uh, Clifton Collins has had a, a Clifton pretty, Collins is a, uh, he's had an all kinds of career. Yeah. yeah, he's done okay. At this point, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood recently. That's right. He's, he's great. And he's, he's in Star Trek. He's, he sure is in Star Trek. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so he takes this girl back to his house. Step one, don't fucking do that. And then, like, as he's getting her a snack of of Coke, Sprite, and potato chips. On a tray. On a tray. He, she, he comes back into the living room, and she has taken off all of her clothes, <laughs> is lying there naked on the couch, expecting that he will want to have sex like, with her. she's like, this is how it works, or you whatever. Have, yeah. Now you have sex with me. But it, play, it, it plays like a joke, though, because he's, he's like, turns his back for <sighs> not kind of not long enough well, the camera, to get his the camera holds The camera holds on him for so long that you're yeah. like... Not, well, first it holds on her naked body. Like, we see her no, fully I mean, naked. Before, no, before we no, see before, before we oh, see yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, got, it holds she's on got her clothes on, and then he's like, I'm going to go into the kitchen. So you right, want, you right, want some right. Cokes? Sure, everybody likes Cokes. He's and got his potato chips. They do it all in one take, and he's got his back to the camera the whole time. And so you, the whole time you're like, well, she's taking her clothes off. I know. So when it reveals it, it's like, uh-huh. okay. She's completely naked. I just thought it would have been funny if it was a running gag, if like throughout he would just like <laughs> look over and check the time and then look back and she was naked again. Like, ah, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Or Put just your clothes back on. With everybody. Taking- it happened all the time with all kinds of people. <laughs> people keep being, and he has to, he has to tug his collar. Well, the reason I mean, he the reason he, happening to the me? reason he came to California <laughs> was not the shanking. It was because he had PTSD from all the naked people. 
<laughs> I keep turning my back for a split second and people are butt naked. These irresistible. And, and sadly asking me to have sex with I them. I guess you're going to have sex with me. No, uh, I'm not. Go ahead and ravage me. Um, he's like, no, put your clothes back on. I don't want that from you. I'm trying to do good. He's, blah, trying, blah, to blah. Te- he's trying to teach her because she's like a good writer, but just who needs like some guidance. And her, her teacher is like, all the, uh, once again, all the other teachers. Don't all the other give a teachers fuck. don't give. But a also fuck the thing, bad. it's not. It's that she's a talented writer and thinker, but like her grammar and punctuation is really bad, which made just made me go like, look, you need to be more well spoken. Yes. <laughs> which is just you yeah, know absolutely. Gross. Yeah, it's very <laughs> gross. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the the one fun scene before we start getting to the really insane shit. There in is a fun movie. scene where John Hurd is like, I fucked her too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's really fun. That's, yeah, that's the that's the scene where in uh, falling down, where it's like yeah, this yeah. is I'm actually like really fucked up and a bad bad guy, and you're like me. Yeah, Ooh, like, you want to kill him too. Well, that's after he like starts retaliating at these guys because these right. guys then they like murder the rat that's in his class. Well, we have to talk about the rat the because video cameras. He, and he's stuff. doing a thing with a rat where he dopes the rat with Demerol. Yeah. Why he's got Demerol, I do not know. <laughs> it's so strange. He says it's his own. It, the, they uh, don't prescribe that. To, for PTSD, like that, it's he, he must be in excruciating regular pain. No, I mean, well, you, I mean, I think that's why it is. Yeah, yeah he was, he was actually seventy five times. Because when you see his like, uh, no, no, wound, I, yeah, you see I his think, wounds. I think it's for pain. I think he has like chronic pain. He must. But the point, but like, Demerol is very powerful. <laughs> the yeah. only reason that this experiment that he, it's like yeah. he's teaching the class, and this is like maybe a scene where he maybe kind of gets the kids interested in the thing. Yeah, some but of this them. is not a thing. Uh, this is not, and it's not even really interesting because uh, the only way that it works is to kind of like it, it, it pay off something down the line. Well, it yeah. does. So he yeah. has this rat, and then he puts this liquid Demerol, and he's like, "I've measured how much of Demerol it will take for whatever amount of time." And then, and then the rat eats the thing, and it <laughs> passes out. out into a drug stupor. And then they're like, "Oh no!" And he's, "No, no, that you killed the rat." He's Mr. like, "No, Samuel no, it'll Jackson. wake up in ten minutes." And he's like, "No, I'm gonna be able to call it." And he like look at the clock, and then like at a certain time, the rat like pops back up again, and they're all like, "Whoa!" Science. Yeah, no, like what was the experiment here? I don't know. The See? blue flame indicates that this is a particularly sweet donut. <laughs> this Drugs is not are, happening. Drugs are weird. Drugs right? can knock a rat out for a, for a period of time. Yeah. Now, now you know. I mean, I guess the implication is that those kids are so dumb that they're in, they're like they're like, whoa, crazy magic trick. That or makes whatever. me want to do Demerol. <laughs> yeah, but just I want to turn it all off. But just a little bit. <laughs> Just enough to make knock me out for forty minutes, and then the rat dies. Right? They kill the yeah, rat. Yeah, someone's shanked, like trashes the whole yeah, classroom, someone. and then they find that the rat has been shanked with a pair of scissors. It's pretty yeah. gnarly. Yeah. And then the uh, the bad guy, the bad students, kill uh, Sam Jackson's girlfriend's dog, dog. in a really that's, gnarly way. That's fucked up. Very gnarly too. Oh, they they hang it on a chain over her fence, over her concrete wall. And that yeah. is is that and that, so that that's also after he goes to visit Clifton Collins. Uh, yeah, he goes to visit, and, Cl- and it turns out Clifton Collins has been like hitting his mom. Yeah, yeah, he's real bad news. And he goes to visit him because he's thinking, "Oh, I'll see him in his home life, and you know, talk to his parents and see what's up." And then that is like the uh, huge, the uh, huge mistake. Yeah, because he makes him you, mad, and yeah. then also is like, "Yikes, this is a this is a terrifying, way more terrifying home life than he was expecting. Yeah. He was not expecting that." It's a crying baby, <laughs> of course. Oh, if, yeah, you try to, if you try to extend scene. your hand to me, I will cut it off. My friend who I was watching this with was too. like really annoyed by that crying baby in the scene. She's like, I cannot focus on anything else that is happening yeah. while that noise is going on. It's like background. that thing where like you. I mean, obviously that's the point, but, but that's but it is. It's but it's the also point, but it is unpleasant. But yeah. it, it is. But it's also like that's like a something like just just technical things like sound design like that like how. There's a limit. Like you should have the crying baby there because it's that's the scene. Yeah. But then at some point, if you fade that crying baby out. 
people will still be thinking about the crying baby but if the crying baby is just still there like later in the scene when a scene's still happening you're like why is that baby still crying (laughs) like you're not i'm not i don't even remember what what characters said to each other in the scene because i was focused on how there's a baby crying the whole time and and just like it's (laughs) it's representative like you're saying of of how how hard kevin reynolds is trying in this (laughs) movie yeah Really trying. Exhausting. He's, he's like, instead of unsettling me, he's just pissing me off. Yeah, just like right, and the baby's just crying the whole time, and you're like, oh my god, there's a way to do this without that yeah. happening. But the killing of the dog was the last straw. And, For me. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I, I already hated the movie, but I was just like, I ah, fuck this anymore. But this is the part. Like but that. this is the part when it starts to at least get completely insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, this is uh, the part. Where it, but only it only kind of briefly gets completely insane. I know. It and seems it, like it's, it's going to be really going out. And of then it. it goes in such a bleak direction. And this is all because he Clifton Collins is mad because Sam Jackson thinks he stole the watch. Uh, yes. And also, he, and then he went to visit him, and he's just pissed at him, and he's yeah. just. I think it's it's also like a lot of fronting. Yeah. And then he like he like this uh, he like attacks the girl. Yeah. Uh, that he that Sam Jackson has been tutoring like on the you know yeah. outside he's a problem the, and he on, needs to be dealt school with. grounds he attacks her as like you fucking selling me out to the, the teacher or whatever your teacher's pet you know and yeah, like yeah. all this shit it's all it, there's not one scene in this that's like pleasant the funniest character in it is is John, John Hurd and his and his character's fucking disturbing in a whole <laughs> other way so it's like there's no like uh it's just one of those things where like I think the point is that the, like I'm asking myself what the conflict is here and I think the point is that it's so pointless. I just don't like But I, I also yeah. think like why? What's your what are you doing? I'm just immediately I immediately tune out in movies where a world is presented in only one way. Yeah. You know where like a world like the world in this is presented unless like, it's Con Air. You get the But Con Air's funny. You right. know what I mean? Con Air is like funny and stupid. No, Con Air's not but, but you know what I mean like where it's like the world is like isn't this isn't just just all fucked right, up. Like right. you get the sort of some tender scenes with him and this teacher very briefly, but they're not necessarily <laughs> fun or good yeah. but you know where everything is bleak the, the you know the lady's dog is introduced and you just know it's the kind of movie where that dog's gonna end up yeah. that golden retriever's gonna end up dead for for, for no, no reason. fucking reason it's yeah. just all like you know that girl that he's tutoring as soon as he like takes her under under his wing you know you know that she's gonna like get attacked or maybe murdered or whatever because yeah. it's, it's all just fucked because it's all fucked and it just like right from the start this kind of movie pisses the me off because it's like pool. it's, it's very like edge lordy yeah it's like jesus christ like all right fine fuck yeah. well then why am i watching this or what are we what what's what's the point then and we find out conclusively that clifton collins jr killed the dog because you see him painting a graffiti a graffito tag of a dead dog on a over on a highway and then this is where this is where it gets fun for a second this is where it gets fun for it threatens to become a really fun movie since somebody shoots him with a demerol arrow (laughs) somebody yeah and he passes out. He's and like, we have man, seen an, an, a bow and arrow in Sam Jackson's yes. apartment, too. I also like when he falls on the ground finally, he's like, man, that's some good shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clifton like, Collins oh. is actually kind of good in it. He's fine, I mean, man. he's like, I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely like a stereotype character yeah. or whatever, but he's like, he, he like is giving it a he's bunch. A good he's actor. giving it a lot. And he's a great actor. I love him. And <laughs> uh, and so he gets shot with his Demerol arrow. I w- love that. Wakes he's, up. He's just like there. He's just soomp. <laughs> And, and you're like, is this movie going to get weird? It, it does, for a little bit. For like five minutes? He wakes up, and uh, there's blood all over him. And this and it's like the morning now, so he's been out for a while. And he's like, what the fuck? And then he yeah. looks, and his finger's been chopped off. <laughs> his fucking finger's been chopped off. So funny. And really, they, they don't 
real. That's there's no. It's not a spoiler. It's Sam Jackson doing this. He's gone yeah. insane. And they don't really. I mean, we've seen him do with the Demerol. We've seen him with the bow and arrow. I mean, it's just no other reason to think that it's anybody else. And and then he starts confessing to him pretty quick. So it's not even really like a twist. Yeah, they try and hide it, but then like she. But uh, he, he fucking shot this, made an arrow out of a syringe, yeah. shot a kid with it, and then cut his finger off, <laughs> and then put it in an envelope and like mailed it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and his girlfriend, the other teacher, is like as, at his house, and she wakes up and finds these rosary beads in the drawer, and that's what the other kid Benny had, the kid yeah. who disappeared Benny from the movie, found dead. Which I guess is supposed in to the be LA like, River. oh, he did that one really early on, but I, I had just forgotten about that character because yeah. he wasn't in the movie. And yeah. so when you see the rosary beads, I'm like, wait, Clifton Collins Jr. didn't have rosary beads; it was the other guy. Wait, what happened to that other guy? But not in an interesting way, in a way where I'm like, yeah. wait. Why am I thinking about that? Now, now I'm trying to fucking piece this plot together. That sucks. And it seems like this movie is going to start going way... I mean, it's already yeah. way overboard, but like, just keep going with that and have this guy go completely bonkers and be and yeah. do like crazy, elaborate like kills and shit. Like, Why not? If you're going to make a fucking bleak nothing of a movie, just go, at least make it... Well, it, it, has, it, it has something else And if you're going to do the bleak nothing of a movie that this completely... That, this, like, that the end point has... That this movie has as an end point, I'm trying to say... Don't show me the deer hunter on television, please. Yeah, they do, yeah. And then you're like, well, there's going to be a Russian roulette scene. There just is going to be a Russian roulette. Well, that's scene. what inspires the final scene. Uh-huh. So right. So they, I mean, yeah. But it, but just at, just at this part where it's kind of so. like, here we go. We got ourselves a movie. Like he he gets confronted by his girlfriend, and she's like, I don't I don't care for this psychotic <laughs> shit that you're doing. And he's like, hey, you know, there needs to be some sort of ju- justice and whatever. Right. And I'm doing what needs to be done. And these these guys are bad. And what what else can you do? I'm helping whatever he's like he's nuts and now he's starting to play the character as like full-on like a crazy yeah. he's been pushed too far if mm-hmm. you will yeah and she well, the system pushed him too far and she like is totally disgusted and breaks up with him but at the same time she observes the uh the blue line of silence yes or the whatever it is and she she doesn't turn him in no because like all the students at this point are like start accusing him. Well, because then they they get to, correctly. Like, there's yeah. an assembly and they're like he did it or whatever. And because the, the other lady like you know the other mom of Benny has to mm-hmm. go you know see his his de- find you know sees his uh, yeah his body and like yeah that's him or whatever. Uh-huh. And Sam Jackson apparently killed him. Yeah. Yep. You we know? don't really find out much about it other than Sam Jackson did kill him at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he was drugged. He died of a drug overdose before he was like beaten yeah. is what the cops say that's right so he's really flipped his lid okay but we don't know when he did that one though that no. could he could have done that murder way early in the movie because that kid just isn't in the movie for a long yeah. time and it happens off camera yeah it's so weird it's very it's like it's unsatisfying is a good word for it where it's sort of like look if you're gonna make this movie <laughs> where just fucking lean into you know i hate these movies where it's like let's not uh let's not Let's be a little classy about Let's it. Be classy. Let's, oh, be, let's be classy. Let's not show him that's like the murdering curse. this kid. That's you know? the curse. Let's not yeah. show him murdering these guys. Or you're like fucking. What are you talking about? We don't want to push it. If you like, gotta, yeah, you do. We're not trying to be salacious or tantalizing <laughs> here. We're trying to. <laughs> Why we're, not? Look, this movie's about stuff. About and stuff. you're like, fuck off. You're not about anything. Be trash. There is a there is a part Thank that's you. pretty fun. Own it. I completely agree. Own it. Still during this kind of like <laughs> ten minutes where the movie's like threatening to be like fun, where Sam Jackson is teaching class again, and and Clifton Collins has like a he got his fingers his fingers is in a cast and shit like that and Sam Jackson is going like alright kids let's name all the parts of the hands and he's like everybody you got the wiggle thumb your fingers. and about the fingers everybody wiggle your fingers and he's just looking right at Kristen Collins yeah. like wiggling his fingers I did like, like wow I did like that because it, it 
but because it's like promising, like maybe this movie's gonna get weird and funny, or like yeah. funny in a way that's like fucked up, but at least like, but it doesn't. No, and it pull it pulls back really fast. It pulls back hard in the, the wrong direction, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, but the ending is also pretty ridiculous and stupid. Too. I don't think it makes any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like not even in not even like from a narrative or like thematic or script way. Like they don't play Russian roulette right, and yeah, they do a cheat too. Yeah, they do a total cheat where like you see um, Sam Jackson's girlfriend like at her house, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like with her weird mom, and then you see Sam Jackson like praying and preparing for something at his house, and then you see these bad guys, Clifton Collins and his buddies, like preparing to do something violent and scary, and then and then they go like, let's go kill this bitch. And then you see, back to Sam Jackson's girlfriend, right. like, washing the dishes, and you hear the sound of glass breaking, and you're like, oh, shit, they're trying to kill her. But no. no. It's a total, it's a total just cheat. A, just a, just were, to, it's just to make you go like, oh, shit, they're going to attack her. And, but no, they're just- They were just lying to us. No, they're just going to go to him. And Clifton Collins Jr., as Matt pointed out, was watching Deer Hunter earlier in the, mm-hmm. earlier in the movie, yep. which gives him this idea- he br- they break into Sam Jackson's place, and Sam Jackson's not surprised that they're there, and he's like, oh, is it time for the final confrontation <laughs> between us? Yeah. And uh, and then it's like this whole thing where he's like still trying to, I guess, get through to, uh, yeah, he's like, I was a teacher. I wanted to help you. You can't kill me. Yeah. yeah that sort of thing. And then he's like, macho is bullshit. And then Clifton Collins goes, it's all I got. Yeah. And they play Russian roulette. Yeah. They play Russian roulette. And Sam Jackson has like completely, um, completely come unhinged at this point. So he's like picking up the gun and he'll pull the trigger twice on himself. Like, I don't give a fuck. They killed me a year ago. They took everything away from me and I've been dead ever since. So just in case for anyone listening who doesn't know how you play Russian roulette, you put one bullet in a six cylinder pistol. You spin the cylinder once, close the pistol. You have to pull the trigger once on on your turn. You're allowed to pull the trigger as many times as you want to until you pass the gun to somebody else. That's what we're all betting on here. It's fun. Okay. I just want to point out that that is how it is played. So, when Sam Jackson finally pulls the trigger and kills himself, then what happens is Clifton Collins goes, he took my shot, and he's like all moved by this. He took my shot. He took my he shot. Because he did, because he, it was like they were going back and forth, yes. and Sam Jackson was like, I'm going again, and he and pulled the trigger himself, and shoots himself. his brains out. And then Clifton Collins picks up the gun and shoots himself. <laughs> yeah, so they really put, happens. So there were two bullets in the gun? Yeah. That's not how you play Russian roulette. Well, all I'm all I'm saying uh, here and here. Okay, you're right. It has been established he is a bad student, though. And Maybe he, might he just not, couldn't have counted. He's he a bad study. Count, he can't count to two. He's a bad. St- he was you know he was studying Deer Hunter and he went. They put the bullets. Maybe he had s- s- four bullets in there. Who yeah. knows? He puts two bullets in and goes one. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is like you know he would have known. Also, he would have known. Again, you're saying I agree. He could be a bad student, but if he'd also, listened, in, if he'd listened in class every, he would know the difference between one and two. If he'd put two bullets in in consecutive chambers, then he would know that it was very likely that 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 second bullet was going to be in the chamber. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So it doesn't make sense, and is and is uh, uh, like ridiculously uh, bleak and cynical. Yes, it's, it's, it's to prove to like prove they, what they, point they couldn't even get this like up. tiny detail of the of the the way that it's supposed to play out right. Like, it had to have this ending so bad that they just sort of concocted this fake to, thing to prove to prove, to prove a what? shitty point to or prove, to prove nothing. Yeah, no, and then then it, and then the ending after that is like uh, the the girl he was tutoring, mm-hmm. you know, f- actually graduating and giving the valedictorian speech, which is very tear filled and about yeah, about she breaks him. down. And then, and but no one can understand to, because she has got commas in weird places, and <laughs> and also, goes, also uh, cutting to like his his teacher ex, like 
getting all her stuff and like she's done. she's done yeah she's done you can't the system broke her yeah and also like that her boyfriend like f- briefly murdered, was a murderer murdered and yeah. <laughs> murdered those people and then killed himself and stuff you know she, she throws, might, she throws she her teaching some, diploma in the trash yeah. can like keanu reeves throwing his badge into the ocean at the end of point like Break. you are gonna yeah. you are gonna need that though like to get <laughs> yeah. a different job to say like yeah i have no, this degree into the no. garbage no, I mean, it's probably on file somewhere. Right, yeah. yeah uh, you can just you get know. that reprinted. Also, like, I think that Keanu Reeves is going to have to, like, pay for that badge or something. Dirty Harry, probably, too. Absolutely. Like, Where's like the badge? You, Dirty Harry you know, just goes back to work. So <laughs> you, have to, you have to give us the badge. You, now, and you just threw it in the ocean, so, like... Somebody could find that. Someone could find that and just wander around pretending they're cops. <laughs> just like, like Miami, Miami Blues. Blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this is what she says during her speech, and she's breaking down. And again, the movie still seems to think that it's about something. But I don't know if Mr. G did all those bad things. He did. But I do know you can push a good teacher too far. And then... Why is that the valedictorian speech? Well, some very troubling things have happened in this school. (laughs) Sure. Not as bad as the substitute where 80 people died. Surprising that anybody graduated. Uh, but like there is a, also a shot while she's making this speech, and it's one of the one of the more inexplicable things I've ever seen in a movie, where Sam Jackson is uh, on the slab with a bunch of other yeah. dead people in the hospital. Well, it's Clifton, Clifton Collins next Clifton to him. Clifton Collins is next to him, but and he's and he's, and he's turned they're, and they're holding hands. But <laughs> Clifton Collins is looking at him. Yeah. But for some reason, they're all naked except for like a sheet that's been pulled right over their dicks. Yeah. Just their, just their collars. You really wanted to tug some collar when you watched the really, scene, I really, But it's like, it really is Sam Jackson, and he's damn near naked, and he's pr- supposed to be dead, and you're like, what? Why couldn't they just have a sheet over? No. <laughs> Why is it like this? With a sock it's over so his It's so strange. Like, like you, can see his, you can see, it's like a cock sock. Like, you can see his pubes and everything. Why? What is that all about? Why? It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. It's intense, man. It is. It is a kind of intense. Okay. All right. So then we've we've done a really good job withholding um, the yeah. the final stinging line at the end of this. It was a te- it's like the uh, a teacher title wrote card. this. A teacher wrote this movie. It says at the title card at the end after the movie. Oh, and it, and it you is go like, true. What? What am I supposed to take away from that piece of information, guys? <laughs> that like that like this is real. I know I what think, I'm talking about. I think about. that they know what they're talking about. I think that's mm-hmm. what they you're supposed to take away from it is that like you see so. I know you were probably shaking your head a lot in this and going, this is some bullshit. This is nonsense. This was written by a teacher. And then you go like, yeah, but I mean, some teachers are dicks. <laughs> right. Like, I had, I had no, teachers. No, that means that it's authoritative. I had teachers I didn't like that didn't like teaching. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, the actual effect it has is like, you let a teacher write this? <laughs> You're proud of that? <laughs> it's like, believe it or not, a teacher wrote this shit. Oh, no, shit. I mean, it feels like the teacher wrote that line at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like no, I know. Like, I just like, think it's really I funny. Want, I don't think it's even the student. I think they wanted to be like, I want it to be known that a teacher wrote this. Oh, Put yeah. Put that in my contract. 100%. And here it is. The screenplay was written in 1995 by Scott Yagaman, a Los Angeles area high school substitute teacher for seven years. He wrote the screenplay after an incident when a violent transfer student had threatened to kill him and his family. He's and then, of course, and we were discussing this before we started, yes. because this movie is supposed to be like, this is all fucking fucked up, and you know, there's nothing you can do but about what, it. What, because what the, really happened what in this re- situation was... <laughs> Yagaman reported the threat to the authorities, and the student was arrested. Right. And then about a week later, he was called by the district attorney to testify against the student in a court of law where the student was being prosecuted for stabbing a teacher's aide a year before. So the system works. 
I guess. I mean, he did threaten this guy, but also he was, you know, under indictment for assault. And uh, seems like he was probably going to get convicted. It's too bad that those bad things happened, but it's not like the system wasn't able to do anything for it. The, the kid. And then he what, went what, to, it, he, went to what the he did was he wrote a movie where all this bad shit happens because the system failed the teachers because <laughs> nobody could do anything about it. Just in this little bit of Wikipedia entry, we can see that his thesis was incorrect. It's completely false. And then well, it that says, doesn't make for a good thriller. And then no. here it says that <laughs> he claimed that 90% of the film's material is based on incidents that happened to him and other teachers in real life. But that, so that they're getting a lot of room in that 10%, boy, I tell yeah. you. I mean, probably that John Hurt character is based on a real guy. Possibly. Yeah. And the syringe... <laughs> I feel like the syringe the er- arrow syringe counts thing, as yeah. maybe the 10% that doesn't happen. The time where they hung the dog. Oh, the I hope finger the, incident, I hope the, the dog. I hope the Demerol arrow is real. The rat, I think, the no, rat I think all that stuff is the real stuff. I want that to be the real, the real the thing. Demerol the Demerol arrow? Demerol arrow. Yeah. No, no, this really happened. No, I did that. I, I did that. <laughs> I did a, that shit. Cut his finger off, too. It was we all up. did it, and we all fucked our students. It's normal. <laughs> what? The world is fucked up. <laughs> Were we supposed fu- to just be tugging our collars all day? Just a fucked up place. Ridiculous. Scott Yagman. Falling down. Didn't eight, write anything eight else. The other, uh, the other Joel Schumacher that comes to mind is just like, oh, this yeah. world that this takes place in is just, it's too fucked. What are you going to do? That had, that had some <laughs> level of nuance to it that I thought rescued parts of it, but this wow. one certainly does not. Kevin, well, anyway. Kevin Reynolds is doing a fucking second-rate Joel Schumacher yeah, movie. For yeah, for sure. God almighty. Not great. I think he deserves to die, and I hope he burns in hell. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a picture. Nothing anybody can do about that, though. A, a teacher wrote this. <laughs> um, this is the like funny stuff where like where he's talking to Rita. This is in the scene after he gets her to like put her clothes back on, but he starts ticking off all of these these toxic boxes of like ex- like uh, there's pointed that they put all these like kind of white man lines in front of, in, in yeah. a black actor obviously like we can't have a black a white guy playing this or they'll see what our game is yeah yeah exactly too easily but he's like she, she he's he's like saying racist things and he'll be like it's not racist you got to stop blaming everybody else uh-huh. and why do you wear so much makeup all the time you're inviting and then he like victim blames her and all yeah, these other yep. it's like that kind of movie where it just keeps coming at coming at you like that um, someone says at one point, I ain't hooked on chronic, I'm hooked on phonics. That was great. That was pretty funny. Uh, oh, and this is... What phonics <laughs> is extraordinarily addictive, by the way. It's like fucking worse than the opioid epidemic, oh, phonics. Phonics? Worst. Yeah. Phonics is bad. It's bad. Phonics is bad. The Sacklers brought phonics <laughs> and Oxycontin to us. This is pretty funny. Uh, when Clifton Collins Jr. gets shot with the uh, arrow, he goes, stupid Indians. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's pretty funny. <laughs> and this is and this is John Hurd. Um, uh, I think it, in that kind of like scene where he's going full psycho on him and going like, "I'm just like you, man." But whatever he goes, uh, hey, "Why don't you give me a ride home, Sam? My old lady wouldn't give me the car this morning. She's a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then this he is also John Hurd. Oh, also, this is John Hurd before like Sam Jackson kind of finally con- fully confesses to him. He's, "Don't tell me you never wanted to blow one of these bastards away." Speaking of blowing, you ever want to fuck a high school chick? Jesus. <laughs> one eight seven, everybody. <laughs> Ratings. Uh, one one Judd, and that wow. is generous. Uh, this movie is almost completely worthless. I'm probably only giving it the one Judd for Sam Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and it's racist. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like two Douglases. Yep. Uh, you know. She's naked. You yeah, see her naked. It's very sleazy. It's very exploitative. 
Uh, it thinks it's it thinks it's making like generating some real pathos. It's really just it's just a joke. Yeah, it really is. It's embarrassing. And I'm gonna give it uh, one extra bullet in the game of Russian roulette. <laughs> Two or is it one? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing that game all wrong. He just watched the movie too. He just doesn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do, they, gonna, do they really explain the rules in the movie, though? No, but I mean, I feel <laughs> no, like no, you, should, you should Context know how it clues. works. That's what I'm saying. He might think that you're supposed to put all the bullets in there yeah. and yeah. that the gun just doesn't work sometimes. Look, he doesn't study. <laughs> Stupid So how Indians. do we know what he's getting from the deer hunter? <laughs> they don't even eat deer. Come on. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, one and a half Judds. I mean, it's a terrible, terrible movie, but like, it, it is interesting to an extent Like, because I, I didn't basically know jack shit about what this, and when the, the finger cutting off and started happening, I was kind of like, whoa, holy shit. It, it, it's a wild, uh, this, this is one of those movies, actually all three of these movies are kind of like movies, you know, people talk about how fucking crazy America is these days and how we've gone nuts and just, I don't know, watch some movies like this, like we've been, ment- this country's been yeah, mentally ill for, for a long, long fucking time. time. And I don't mean what Somebody they, just sw- took the lid off the pot. That's yeah. all. And I don't mean what like, the movies think that they're saying. I mean what these filmmakers are like who yeah, these yeah. what these filmmakers are inside their heads. Yeah. Like their their own bullshit, not like what the, they're the presenting. fucking kids are up to. What or, they're presenting as the real world yes. or whatever, yeah. Uh I'll give it two Douglases also for the you know, yeah. weird for that lady just appearing naked anytime anyone turns their head. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Achi just check machi. my watch here, like, ah damn it. <laughs> And I'm going to give it one, eight, seven. Uh, yeah. Boo. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it one and a half also. Yeah. I didn't absolutely hate it, but it is like, eh. I think I liked, I think I liked <clears throat> it more than the principal somehow, but I think Damn. that one just, that one just irritated me. I felt like that one just felt more like a slug. I'm like, oh, what, is, what even am I watching this for? That felt like more like nothing, and this one I was at least angry at or right. something. Okay. I don't know. You that one, rise out of that you. one elicited nothing from me except like, when is this going to finally be done? And this one was like, jeez, oh, fuck you, movie. Yeah. Uh, and I liked Sam Jackson in it. I mean, you know, in a role that he does, that doesn't deserve him. <laughs> uh, that guy works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give it two, Douglas. It doesn't really go anywhere further than that, but it is like that scene is like, yeah, pretty gross. You know, but doesn't, and then there's no, you, you. I mean, in this movie, you would, you would expect it to get worse yeah. if they did attack that teacher, like you think at the end. You think it might be like, oh shit, this is about to get real fucking nasty. Yeah. But then they're just, no, this is tricking. It lets itself cross the line for just a little bit, and it's like, no, 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 we don't want to become the killer that dog interesting. in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, that's that's pretty nasty. And then the animal control guy in that scene also is like, is like, it looks like he just jumped over the over the wall. Pfft, it happens, and you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what? I see it all the time. These dogs just jumping over walls. 10, 15 and times them. a day. It happens all the time, especially right around it's here. It's an epidemic. Uh, and I'm going to give it uh, one Demerol arrow there shot by go. stupid <laughs> Indians. <laughs> Best part of the movie. <laughs> at Clifton Collins. It is, it is like a part where you go, huh? Oh. Yeah, he cuts his finger off. He cuts his finger off. And Chris. Clifton Collins is really fun in it, so he's like having like those scenes particularly. He's having fun playing. You can tell like it's just like yeah. you know like the lines he says, "Stupid Indians," and he's what does he say? He's like some good just shit. some good shit, some good, good shit, shit, man. All right, <laughs> Far fucking out. <laughs> All right, we did we it. Did it. <laughs> Student body count. We survived. We're out of school. School's out. School's out forever. Next week, permanently. We haven't determined a good title for this yet. I don't think. Hmm. Uh yeah oh we just well yeah we I I suggested REM psychos REM psychos yeah. is pretty it's good up there. 
Where it's like, not is that like REM cycle? Conclusive? Yeah, like REM cycle, okay. but REM cycle. Well, anyway, we're doing uh, <laughs> we're doing uh, uh, in dreams, yeah. the cell, and I know who killed me. Yeah, so, uh, so very exciting. Three dreams, dream, dreamy, dreamy based uh, thrillers. Yeah, very strange ones. Yeah. Very much looking forward I've to seen, all of those. I've, really. only, I've seen two of those. Actually, I've seen all not three. Since, not since they first came out. So I've not seen okay. In Dreams. It's uh, a mess. I don't think anybody has. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting movie. Uh, uh, until then, follow what? us on Patreon. Still trying to get to that 125 target. That that target that 125 has been our real Elusive. white whale. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I don't know. We're going up and down and up and down. If you like us just a little bit, just click on there. For, you know, just get it for one month. Get us to 125. We'll do this Fincher episode. We just want to see it happen. We just want to want to do the Fincher episode. We just want to do. I just I just really want. I just really want to fucking watch uh, Benjamin Button again. You know. Oh yeah. Just please. really please force Travis and I to watch it's Benjamin about, Button. Like again. life and stuff. It's about how Brad Pitt is is. Uh, old and then young and then old, but a baby. And ain't that the truth? <laughs> and if that ain't, if that ain't real life, what is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, five stars on only, please on iTunes. Five yeah. stars on iTunes, please. Follow us on Letterbox, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. We yep. love you. We do. You are loved <laughs> by us. Yeah, specifically and us. Until next time, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye. Miami life at any price. Keep my pockets right.